Hey everyone, how's it going? Sorry, my phone's acting up. My hands are in the air and I'm like, don't attack me. Anyway, sorry, it's Ed and Sean. If you haven't known by now, by the ID, it's Geeksters. You knew that already. I don't know why I bother telling you. And welcome to episode 355 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. And I am your host, Sean. Hello, Ed. Hello. How are you this fine evening? Okay, now that I'm awake, that song. Yeah, really. Holy crap. I don't know. It seemed like it was going in and it was coming out and it was going in and going out. And next thing you know, I got all happy and I threw up. <laughs> That's my whole joke. First I was in, then I was out. Then I was in, then I was out. <laughs> and I got so happy I threw up. Somebody will know that joke. That's for you guys. Anyway. Good um, so, uh, anything new and exciting? Anything shaken? Um, you know, I had a bachelor's weekend. My my wife went away for oh, a girls' okay. weekend at the Poconos, and is, I was is she home now. Yeah, she got home uh, today. Oh, okay, and okay. I didn't do a thing. Well, I'm sucking on my big water bottle. <laughs> I still didn't post that picture. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh-huh. uh, so, yeah, so I, I didn't really do anything. Um, I did the whole see a- bachelor weekend didn't do nothing. Just sat in my underwear, my hand kind of down my pants, and fell asleep watching TV like a whole bunch of times. I, I wish, I wish that was true, but uh, <laughs> you know, I wasn't, I didn't do anything for myself. Let's just say that, like, you know, it's, uh, it's one of those like you have nothing to do, and everyone calls you to do something. Yeah, well, it's not like you're doing anything with the wife because you know she's away. You, you're sitting home doing nothing. Come on over here and help me wash my back. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> Help me steal a car. Help oh. me, help me bury this body. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that kind of a weekend. <laughs> I usually do that in warmer weather. Yeah, jeez. You know how hard it's gonna be to dig up something, put dig that all that dirt in the cold. <laughs> Throw them in the freezer. Wait till spring. <laughs> Apparently, it's coming quick. Court <laughs> <laughs> a Puxatawney fill today. That's right. That's right. By the way, today is uh, October. I uh, October. <laughs> February second, twenty twenty. A palindrome. If you're writing it out, it's just so you know. It's a o two o two two o two o same frontwards as it is backwards, backwards Ed. Yep. I just figured I'd throw it out there because apparently Facebook told me it was a thing. <laughs> didn't care, didn't care. <laughs> I still don't care. And then the next one's coming out in twelve twelve twenty twenty one twenty one. Oof! I hate the internet sometimes. <sighs> Full of useless information, like kid kicksters. There you go. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, so, did you do anything adventurous this weekend, or just hey, uh, you mind? You can help me move the sofa. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, it was, okay. it was not, nothing too exciting. Uh, yeah, that was it. Uh, just you know, my normal uh, routine in a way uh, of uh, keeping things calm here and doing some housework and blotty blotty lot boring boring boring. I did see a movie Thursday with you though. Yes, we when, did. Yes. Uh huh. But how did you how did you fare this uh, fine week? Well, I, it's. I've been working a lot, Ed. Yeah. I'm working a lot. Um, well, only this weekend. Well, I usually work Friday night and Saturday nights. But the past few weeks and next week, I'm working Sundays. And for my job, um, it's no secret that I work for a video game in the video game industry for a certain retailer. I'm not going to give the name. You can Google it or figure it out if you haven't already. Um, so and you're going to be able to figure it out real soon. Just hang in there, folks. We, this is a ride. Um so I have what I call the propaganda machine over behind me, okay? <laughs> and it really is just a TV spouting out information about what's coming, and it, and it really is just promote, promote, promote. Yes. Sometimes you get some really cool shit on there, and you stop what you're doing, and you're watching. And other times, 
things get like really on your nerves. Like um, I remember, like right now, I would say second on my list of getting on my nerves is um, NBA 2K20. The same song advertisement is being played all the time now. Right. When you work like an eight-hour shift and that thing's on a loop every like hour. You hear it quite a few times to a point where you kind of start singing it in the shower and it annoys the shit out of you because you're like, why the fuck am I singing that? Because I fucking hate that song. Right. You know, um, and the reason why I say number one is because at every month we get a new one. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, jam this down your throat, jam this down your throat. Like um, this past week, we um, unfortunately, Kobe Bryant has passed away yes. in, a, in a car, in a helicopter crash. So somebody came in and the NBA 2K20 or was on there. Actually, there was um we have the people who are the hosts of the show. You mm, might say, right. and this guy came in. He seemed kind of he had kind of like a bit of a chip on his shoulder. Like, how come they're not talking about Kobe Bryant? And I had to tell him that this is pre-recorded. Like, there is it's not a live TV show. Like, I know when you come walking in, you see images on the TV. Right. But if you hang out all day long, trust me, it gets nauseatingly repetitive very quickly. All right? So, so the reason why I'm laughing is, keep going, but I have a, I have a story. So. All right. So, so I'm like, I had to tell this, this, this guest that all the information he's seeing is pre-recorded, sometimes to the part where they have misinformation. Like, they'll talk about a game that might have gotten pushed back or maybe canceled. So I'm like, you know, like this is, and it was in January, obviously. So I said that this was pre-recorded at some point in December. So it's not like they knew that something was going to happen to Kobe. I, they might do something next month, which being February, I'm like, I, I don't know. I mean, trust me, if they were recording this in December and they said, shout out to Kobe, you know, rest in peace, I would have been like, what the fuck? That would have been mind blown. Like, we could tell the future now? Holy shit. Right. You know? Um, anyway, so so there's nothing nothing Kobe Bryant related at least not yet yeah. um, I don't think so because again this month's propaganda was pushed was recorded in January so it's not like yeah you know so probably before at the incident because the incident happened at the end of January and these guys probably recorded in the beginning of January right um, what were you going to say like, I don't know well, the thing was is that one of, one of the things I did forget was that we were – because we were doing this uh, – thir- started Thursday, Thursday night. You sent me something like after the movie, you went home and you you said, right. hey, you know, I saw this. Right. Because one of the things that my wife loves, Animal Crossing. I, I might have mentioned that in past shows. I don't sure. know. But uh, she, she loves – it's from Nintendo and Nintendo makes this game and it's been since the GameCube days. You have to go that far back. Right. And they've made an iteration for almost every system. Sure. So the Switch, of course, like when's that coming right, it comes out? Comes out in March. March. Yeah, the end of March. <clears throat> so I pre-ordered the game for her for some big event or anniversary or yeah, something birthday something, right. or whatever. I don't remember after a while. So I though we don't have a Switch, right? So, right, so right. I was like, I'm like, well, I'm holding out because usually when they have a big game like this, they're going to do a yeah. Sometimes they'll do like a, a themed Switch, a themed unit of some sort. So you sent me the information. Have Thursday night. You Thursday night dropped. Yeah. I saw, I, I got in the car, I'll give you from my perspective, yeah. okay? Um, I got in the car, and I saw that I'm part of a group message of all the other managers, and sometimes we talk, you know, amongst ourselves about, like, things like, oh, by the way, don't forget about this, or don't forget about that. I usually keep quiet during that kind of stuff, but I open it up, and hey, and there's a picture of the the limited edition 
uh, Switch for Animal Crossing that just got announced that day. It was actually that night. Mm. So I'm like, okay, chances are the next day being Friday, they'll probably be available for pre-order. Right. So I was like, I better let Ed know. Swipe. Hey, Ed, just found this out. Send. All right, now go. <laughs> so, you know, I didn't think much of it because I'm like, I'm like, oh, I know. Like, finally, like, I knew this was going to happen. Right. This is a big moment. Like, how could they not have an Animal Crossing Switch? It sure. Was, it was bound to happen. So I'm like, all right. As I, as I said, I was a bachelor. So she was away. So I had to wait for her to, to come back. Oh, okay. Entering the next day, this now Friday night, you text me going, hey, you know what? I'm getting a lot of pre-orders for this. Yeah. You better get in here. I personally got my, – my store had quite a number. Yes. Like, but again, we were smart. We were calling people who ordered Animal Crossing and go, hey, just so you know. And then, oh, there's one coming out. We'll be right over. Yeah. You know, now granted, the system game doesn't come with the system, but it, – It does. Only in Europe and it's a digital download. Mother Humper. Now i got to go back and pre-order the game again because I canceled it. Uh, that person who, who took your order did not properly give you the information. For shame. <laughs> Son of a God damn it <laughs> Don't worry The game will still be there And they'll probably Thank you for the Extra pre-order now <laughs> Well no Because it was the same store I went in And yeah. he's Because he's I'm like Because I, I said Oh I'm surprised They're releasing the Switch A week earlier Because that's what it said in Right the yeah It's coming out On March 15th Here in the United States Well he goes No no It's coming out that week It's a bundle pack For the game And I was like Oh really And I'm like I pre-ordered the game And he goes well, you might because I was also going to. I also right. You know, we might as well cancel the game then. And right, put the money down on the because <laughs> I paid it off. I just I'm like, oh look, you missed your money back. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had the Did money. You, I was like, you pass go. <laughs> no, she she got money for the switch. Gotcha for her birthday. Right, okay. You know, so she's been holding on to it. Sure. So, so I, we had the money. So I figured, right. yeah, you know. yeah, we got that fuck you money. We got that switch money. Yeah, breaking off a couple G's <laughs> <laughs> after so much time. A couple H's. <laughs> Because this, this this is a game that we've been looking for yes. for years. It's yes, not... I mean you were talking about it back in this Christmas time. Yeah. You, do you want? Do you know what the release date is? No, I don't know. The system? No, no, I don't know. You became everybody, every other customer that walks in here. <laughs> hey, do you know when the PS Five is coming out? Do I look like I work for Sony? No. <laughs> oh, you were with the Game stuff. You must know. <laughs> no, I don't. I know just as much as you do. The internet is your enemy. <laughs> so I so I went the next morning. I, I what, they opened at okay. ten a.m. and I went went to the store and I'm like, hey, yo man, you got any more of those pre-orders? So as you say, there's a big TV in the uh-huh. back of them, but you know, yes, yes, so, I know. So it's constantly running this loop of uh-huh. stuff the over propaganda and over. Machine. the propaganda sheets running and running. And every once in a while, <laughs> every once in a while, the two heads because there was two people behind the counter, uh-huh. they would stop. Like it was like it was like <laughs> <laughs> like Pavlov's dog, ding. Uh-huh. So so like like they turn around because I think because it was a new month because it was it was the yeah. first it, yes it was every month like, when I came in Friday I heard different noise in the background I was like oh that's right it's February let me see what's going on <laughs> so it was February first right right yeah February first was uh, was Friday Friday yeah. Yes, because today's the second. Nope, it was yesterday. It was yesterday. Today's the second. Well, it's a, the, today's my sister's birthday. Shout out to Danielle. Happy birthday. What, what? All right. <laughs> Happy birthday, Danielle. All right. But no, it was it was the first. I went on a Saturday, so it was the yeah. first. So I went in, and it, so every once in a while, they would just, when something they heard, it, it, like <laughs> uh-huh. the ears would spark up, and they would turn around and look, you know. Like, like, what? <laughs> and, and of course, now they're talking amongst themselves, because I'm trying to fire, figure something else right, on my phone right. at this they point. They completely ignore you. Yeah. 
So they started they started like talking about themselves. Now they thought they're talking quietly enough, and they go, "Well, thank God they got rid of." I don't know what it was. They they, they mumbled that whatever it was. Okay, now, it was driving them crazy because like hearing that every day was driving. Me nuts. <laughs> I think it was probably NK. You know, uh, uh, no NBA Two K Twenty is still going, so uh, they might not. I I'm trying to think like, what was driving. That's the only thing that drove me nuts. But I got I got a one today that I'm going to play for you. Because I got to suffer through this shit for probably another fucking month, and it's going to drive me crazy. I might have to take an axe to that machine. <laughs> go ahead. Before, before you go, though. Uh-huh. So basically, though, there was another story that I have is, is of, of that propaganda stuff. Uh-huh. There's a there's a restaurant down in, in Disney World okay. in, in the Hollywood series. It's called the uh, – uh, wow, I forget the name of it. Oh, boy. Anyway. It's it's basically – it looks like a drive-in. I can't think of the name okay. of it. It's not 50s prime time. Cafe, because that's that's another restaurant. Is this the restaurant where you sit in the car yeah. and it has a TV, like the yes. big giant thing? That's actually like a drive-in. And it's yeah. all like and the thing from outer space. Was, yeah. yeah, I know, I know exactly which one you're talking about. I don't I, remember. It's I can't remember. Malt shop or something, right? It's it's some kind of like fifty style. because yeah. right? it's like these old cars that you get into, and they and think they... Uh, think Pulp Fiction. Yeah, you know, and except that instead of having Buddy Holly serving you and Marilyn Monroe, it's just you're like on a hop. Um, and you're in a car, and the cars have tables, and and someone comes up and asks, well, while you're eating, you can look at a movie screen, and I'll have like old timey, like fifties and fifties uh, sci fi, like the thing with two heads or them, like you know the old classic uh, drive-in movies where you'd be like ah, and you get to cuddle with somebody. Except the only thing you're cuddling with is your ten dollar shake <laughs> 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 with no alcohol. <laughs> Ed's, Ed's right now feverishly Googling, trying to figure it out, because it's a really important part of the story. <laughs> it just gets going to drive me wild. <laughs> it's going to drive me crazy. Until so, I... Sean, I know we're recording. I'm going to pump the brakes just for a minute, because i got to Google, because this is going to drive me nuts. Because if not, 2 o'clock in the morning, I'm going to shout out a name, and it's going to wake the wife up, and she'll be mad at me. So I need to get it out now. <laughs> Okay. And it's still, it's still, it's still not coming here. Still yet, not huh? coming here. Oh boy. Anyway, okay. So as as you next time I go on a rant, look, okay, and then <laughs> j- just burn it out, okay. When but, I get to my story, you can you can Google. So so this is our honeymoon. We go to this place, and it's sure. it's, the, the, it's the sci-fi cafe. That's what it is. Oh, there you go. So, there we go. Eventually, what it came. So you know, so we're sitting there, and the waiter, it's a nice guy, you know, and he's, he's sure. chatting with us because we have our. It's our honeymoon buttons because uh-huh. it was our honeymoon when we okay. went. And he's, you know, he's being nice and very, you know, very, very gracious and all. And he's, he's. Working for I, that tip. Exactly. <laughs> and there's something on the screen and it's like, it's that. Like, <laughs> and, he, and, he's, and he looks at it and he, and he goes, I don't remember that one. And I go, <laughs> so, you know, I'm, of course, I'm curious and nosy by nature for the most part. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he goes, this, I've been working here. For three years now, oh. and he goes, they haven't changed that reel. Oh my in a god! Three years. That's like your own personal hell. And he goes, the thing is, is it only lasts thirty five minutes because they think that's what the average consumer from sit right. down okay. to sit right. down they at don't dinner think dessert. About the servers who are working an eight hour shift. <laughs> and he goes, I had to work Easter one time for twelve hours. Oh. 
Oh, that poor guy. <laughs> and after a while, they, they, when it was really slow, the the waiters would act out I, the seats. I can't tell you <laughs> how many seats. times I have talked to the TV <laughs> when they have said something. I'd be like, and fuck you too. Like, it's kind of. <laughs> they would act out the seat like Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> That's great. But it was the mummy or the, you know, the, the right. creature that, from the Black Lagoon or whatever, the, whatever they were, right. you know, pushing off. And they would, like, act it out and all in front of everybody. Everybody would be laughing hysterically because it was great. Sure, that's actually pretty funny. God, that's good. Um, yes, I don't know what the one was last month that was driving people nuts. Maybe it was some – sometimes it's, it's, it's you know, person-specific. Um, every once in a while, you just get something. But I also noticed, too, we have – there's four pe- four hosts. Yes. Um, one guy, three girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the girls – was out last month and so one of the other girls felt it was then it was her opportunity to kind of uh she wore a, a skirt you know so i'm sure every guy was like oh look at someone glowing up you know yeah. like, like making because the one who was out would tend to be i think is a lot more people's favorite of the visual representation uh, okay um so now this one oh, is, is. <laughs> I'm trying to be, you know, as PC and not naming names. I'm like, everyone's got their you own You have to name thing. names, but you can, you, can, you can go pleasing to the eye, or, you know. She's pleasing to the eye, to some people, and the other two are, are as attractive. But when that one's missing, the other one, too, seem to shine a little brighter. One more Better sp- by comparison. More, more, more last month specifically. So this month, she's back, and you're like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. But it's, you know, you're always like, okay, who, who, who's, who's going to be what? But Ed? It is the sci-fi dining. I just wanted to make sure that was okay. correct. That is correct. There is a game coming out. It is called Skip to Trial. Let me do this. It is um, Monster Energy Supercross 3. Okay. Okay. Now, the reason why I know this is there was a moment in my history working there that the Evil Within was a game that came out a few years back. It was a horror game. And what they did was they to try to show you what gets put into a game, they decided to a Foley reel. Mm. Um, and it was real quick, but it was supposed to kind of accent on the noises that are in the game. And it was the most weirdest, bizarrest, and the most, I think, the quickest I've ever seen an ad pull in my life. Because of what it was, it was an Asian guy, and they were talking in, in Japanese, so you couldn't understand. There was no subtitles, so you couldn't hear anything. And then this person was doing a Foley um, a voiceover, not even a voiceover. He was making sound effects, and he was eating watermelons or melons. And if this is going to gross you out, folks, I apologize in advance, okay? But it was like... Yeah, and it was the most disgusting, gross thing I've ever heard. Now, and I've been around the block, all right? And so it was, I, the moment I first heard it, I was like, oh, no. Because like, right away I'm sitting there going, I'm here for like five hours. That's going to drive me fucking insane. Like, oh, my God. People in the store were actually saying, oh, my God, is there any way to turn it off? Because I'm going to throw up. And I'm like, I, I, we we can't. We're not really. I mean, we can turn it down or whatever. And it was gone by the next day. Like it was, it was apparently people just, I was like, you could probably call somebody. Like, like I didn't know what to do because I was still young in my career. So I was trying to be a people person. I was like, here, we'll call the phone number. Maybe they'll, maybe they could do something about it. Like I didn't know. Yeah. So, um, sorry. I just almost yanked all the 
I'm talking with my hands, folks. I do that a lot. Um, so, so I remember. See, the other thing is, I, I, I mean, I, I don't think you did the probably the, the sound effect justice because all here is right, right, and right. I'm like, a, well, just add a girl going, oh, uh, right, right. <laughs> so, I mean, it was, it was like kind of inducing. Yeah. It was very gross. Now, and and what the worst part about it is, you couldn't understand what he was trying to. He he was explaining what he was going to do. But because there was no subtitle and it was in a completely different language, it was by far the weirdest thing I've ever really witnessed and going, who cleared this? Like, who <laughs> thought this was going to be a good idea? Maybe like once, maybe twice. But if you're going to be hearing it every like almost religiously for every hour, it's not to push a game like this ain't going to fly. And legitimately the next day it was gone. You know, well, that's the saying like like at what point do you like because, you know, like. I always think like with every, especially the bigger corporations, like not everybody's right. doing do- job checks because they go right. after a while, everything kind of goes on autopilot mm-hmm. and you go whatever. And that's, you know, I know from this company, it's going to be appropriate because they're sending me this ad, uh, you know, we, we reviewed it. It's fine. Blah, blah, blah. You know, I don't see a problem. Yeah. Just stand, but you stand, approve, 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 approve. You know, I did what? Oh shit! <laughs> exactly. And then somebody who's tired of their job, right? You know, because they're like, you know, because because you know, it's going to fall on that person. Right. They go, well, fuck this. They looked at it. And go, what? They approved this, <laughs> right? Did they look at it? You know, and you Let's go, okay. Remember. You know, and you go, and I'm like, well, why should I let the gear stop with me? You know, like cause trouble. And let, let it go, and then and then the eye goes across the, the the globe, basically, or across the the country, right? And you go, whoa, because <laughs> like fifty mile, like all of a sudden now, like four thousand calls flood in, and, oh, you know. Oh, okay, here you go. I found it, Ed. Yeah, I found it. Found it? <laughs> I found the clip that was going under, and this is a four four minute and forty five second clip and i'm not gonna play the whole thing okay all right i'm just gonna try to get this was five just, years just, ago just try to get to the uh <laughs> yeah i'm just the gonna... sound that we need to hear yeah okay, okay. that all sounds right, interesting all right hold on that ain't it go on <laughs> ah come on come on come on right now this has subtitles back then it didn't uh, okay so now let's get to uh i'm gonna try to get to okay there we go you're closer there we go no he's still jibber-jabbering chit-chatting he okay here you go ready here we go I did, did I? Thank you. I appreciate that. But now I got one that tops it. All right. Not not in the okay. not in the gross department. Okay. But in what probably what I feel is one of the worst ads I, I've I've seen. I've come so across. Inappropriate not inappropriate. Okay. Just bad. Bad. Okay? okay. It is for Monster Energy Supercross 3, the official video game. Okay. Um I'm I 
I love our audience, so I'm not going to subject you to all one minute and 58 seconds, 58 seconds that I have to endure on a daily routine at least once an hour. But I'm going to share it with you, just a snippet, okay? All right, let's see. Um, I got the video will play right after this, Ed. Ed. Boom. Okay, ready? Kevin Federline? No, it's not. I don't know. But he got here, and I would look at look at his face. All right, so there's oh there you go. I wow. So, I'm gonna hear a month of this. This is two minutes of this. Two minutes of this of him singing this song. Dude, you can't sing worth this shit. I probably could do a better job. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right now, people are going, well, what you get for working in that industry? <laughs> I'll give you 10 bucks for your whole job. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Jeez, uh, that's so original. I never heard that one before. <laughs> <laughs> I still I still like this meme I sent you. Right. Ed, Ed sent me one. Alright. And again, I like did you just stumble across or you because you know I stumbled across it. Well okay. actually there's a lot of apparently a lot of groups that I belong to hate GameStop for some reason. It, it's I don't know why. I I cuz I get because both people sides. think that their copy of of Madden 08 <laughs> is worth $1000. Right. And I and I get that like I know my right. my games are worthless <laughs> after I buy them and I get that. I totally do. But sometimes you go what seventy five cents for this game? You, <laughs> right. could be, you could give me like five bucks because you're gonna sell it for twenty on the shelf. A week later. Here's the thing: GameStop going bankrupt and asking for buyers. Oh, how the tides are turning! <laughs> I'll give you three fifty for all your stores. <laughs> and my response was just basically Judge Judy giving two eye rolls, like ugh. And then the ha ha, you give the ha back. It's like, oh, that's so funny. I've never heard that before. And that's incredible. And I get it, that phone call at least once a week. You have this? No, because you guys suck. Yeah, okay. Click. And then sometimes what I do is I'll, they forget we have call our caller ID. I'll call them back and go, yeah, this is so-and-so from so-and-so. You know, uh, you called? Was there something we can help you out with? Click. <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> you amuse me, youngin. <laughs> Come back and you learn how to really do a prank call. <laughs> Sometimes I'd be like, oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, my God, you're so right. That is so interesting. Hold on. Let me go tell everybody. Hey, guess what, everybody? This person said this. Oh, you're, oh, anything else you'd like to add? Like I've, I've. <laughs> don't get me on a slow day. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> it becomes how am I going to amuse myself? So that is what I'm subjected to for the week. I, a part of me wants to go into. I, I just want to like do like a group Mexican go, message and go. I'm, 
this is a safe space place. Is there any way in hell we can get that goddamn commercial off? Like, is there, can I get a remote with just a mute button? So that when it comes on, I can go, mute. You know, <laughs> just, just for two minutes. Two minutes of silence. Just seeing this guy who, I, I don't know, I don't know. Anyway, it's. Do it for Kobe. Do <laughs> two minutes of silence. Every hour. Uh, you got every hour. I'll do it for Kobe. That's it. Um, we call it. I'm, I'm fighting against the uh, war and whatever. <laughs> I all get down on one knee, and just kind of. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so we did see a movie Thursday. Yes, you we and did. I. Um, it was Dark Phoenix. Sorry, I forgot. It was X Men Dark Phoenix. Yes. Um, you've seen it in the movie theater. Yes. It was my first time seeing it, so it was your second time seeing it. Yes. Um, I don't know how I feel about it, Ed, to be honest. Um, I mean, you know what? Here's how I feel about it. I barely remember we saw that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm like, what movie did we see Thursday? Yeah, we saw a movie. What was it? Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, um It was meh. Okay. Like, like, I didn't feel like... I kind of feel like now looking back going, okay, well, this was the last X-Men movie, you know, that was going to be made by Fox... Um, because New Mutant at the time was supposed to be pulled. It's back now, but who knows what's going on with that. Um, I was watching it, and I'm like, all right. Yeah, this is meh. There's nothing really mind-blowing about it. Um, if I had to choose between this and uh, we call it the third one, uh, X-Men 3, because yeah. basically the Dark Phoenix story both times. Yeah. Um, I preferred the first one, the first version, because it's got people I like. You know? Okay. Um, I... I feel like, okay, spoiler alert. I think it's kind of already, you know, past the point of spoilers. Yeah. Um, they kill off Jennifer Hudson's character. Uh, Jennifer, not Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence, completely different movie. So uh, what was she in the movie? They they kill off Mystique pretty quickly. I think 20 yeah. minutes in, maybe. Um, about yeah. that, you know, yeah, roughly, she, yeah. she doesn't make it through the whole movie. In fact, she's the first one to go because Jean, Ray, Jean, Gray, Jean Grey kills her. Yeah. Accidentally, you might say. Right. Um, I feel like she was only in the movie just to collect that paycheck. Uh, you know, I didn't feel like there was a, that little, we should call it ex-women because we're the ones who keep saving you. I'm like, oh, is that the line that got you back that paycheck? Like, I just, I'm like, all right, whatever. Um, I kind of felt like they went down some avenues I would have liked to have seen explored more, like um, being Professor X's vanity that caused this more to happen than anything else. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> there wasn't really, like, I mean, sure, it all kind of played out <clears throat> to the best of, I guess I'm assuming if they would have been continuing on, there would have been repercussions to that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Um, I felt like <clears throat> it just, it was like, okay, guys, we're getting one more show. Yeah. Oh, wait, we were canceled? Uh, okay, well, we'll just let's just finish where we got, and then let's all go home. Like, <laughs> I, I know that they redid the, the the end takes place on a train for a reason that another movie had almost identical ending. I kind of vaguely remember that as a news article. Yeah. I'm going to Google that now because um, Dark Phoenix ending. Well, why, why, you, yeah. why you look that up? I mean, I enjoyed it the second time around. Um, you know, I mean, I liked it the first time. I, I kind of, though, when we got out of the theater, when my wife and I saw it, and I said, 
I liked it. She liked it. And she's, I said, I though I could see why people didn't like this movie because of, of a lot of different scenarios. And, and it was, a, it wasn't that great of a story and it was less focusing on dark Phoenix and more of the race of aliens that were, you know, pursuing this power of the Phoenix. Okay. Basically. So you, you kind of go, yeah, it's not really accurate. And you go, well, you know, so you, you, that's the problem you have to face with that. Like, watching it but i mean i thought it was a good story i you know i i i, en- I enjoyed it you know i mean i think they should have got hugh jackman in one last time you know because well. you know, i think that would have saved it a little bit because i mean i think that's what you know hurt um apocalypse because they didn't have enough wolverine in it you know and you know you go okay and he was mm. only in a bit part like a cameo at most um but you know, I, I said I enjoyed it. I'm an X Men fan, so you know it's it's hard for me to go. Eh, it was crap. You know, I mean, I didn't really like the third well, one. You know, but even right. if you're comparing the two, I still like this one better. Okay, I think it's a, the, the Dark Phoenix story um, than, that, um, than the first one. Dark Phoenix. Here's the article I found. Yeah. Dark Phoenix reshoots change the third act climax from outer space to a train. Um, well, no one's officially calling it the X Men series. Um. But as we barrel towards, it looks like uh, EW reveals that although production wrapped in October 2017, they decided to do reshoots to change the setting of the third act climax. Uh, the filmmakers decided to revamp the look of Phoenix in post, more cosmic and less flamey, according to the director, and shoot a new third act. Instead of taking place in space, Climax finds all the X-Men kidnapped and on board a military train. Uh, we've seen the train stuff in the trailers, and it looks fine, um, and the Phoenix looks fine, but... I'm assuming because that that year, um, I think, um, didn't uh, what do you call it? Infinity Infinity War come out that year. Let's see, it's 2019, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I guess uh, the Dark Phoenix direction, longtime franchise producer Simon Curry, said the decision to drop X Men from the movie title was to indicate that it's a more character driven movie. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, there was a lot, there was a lot of decisions. I think they, they did poorly, and I think it's because of when Fox was getting acquisition to Mar, uh, to Disney, you know, and, and Marvel is getting basic black the, the everything from them. That you know, you go, yeah, it's just they, they wanted to release it because they wanted to. I know they wanted to make their money back on what they put out, right? Basically, and that's that's kind of what they were they're hoping for, you know, to get at least the revenue back that they lost by putting that money out for the, you know, for the movie. So, um, you know, and then you go, yeah, you could tell like you, you, it, 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 it looked finished, but it's like, it could have been better. They could have edited it better. I'm sure there's more stuff. There was more stuff probably in there. Like I would like to see Disney go, you know what, let's add some extra scenes in there for like a, a release, movie, right. you know, in a few years from now and, and, you know, have a, a, you know, a director's cut or whatever, or a Disney cut. Okay. Okay. Um, here's someone said, my guest was they urged to remove it because it plays like Captain Marvel versus Kree ships. Cause apparently she was going to fly around and start blowing up spaceships, Yeah, you know, from this invasion. And then since Captain Marvel was doing that, they decided to rework the movie, the third act. Uh, the space alien seems for she seems far more powerful and personal for Jean and captures the essence of the Watchers' worlds. Words at the end of Dark Phoenix comic. Yeah, all right. So, I, like I don't know. I felt like you kind of felt like that the ending seemed a little bit out of place. Yeah, you know, in the in the grand scheme of things, like you're looking, and you're going, okay, here's this, here's and all of a sudden aliens. Like, oh, okay, you know, that's great. 
<laughs> I, okay, sure, why not? You're bringing aliens in. And at first I feel like they could, and the aliens were kind of shape-shifty, which made me think, oh, well, they can't do the scrolls because, you know, Marvel owned them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I felt like they were like a, the the value market scroll. Like, hey, we can shapeshift, but we're not going to look exactly like the scrolls because legal. Because <laughs> <laughs> legal. And then uh, here, look at that illusion. You know, uh, like I said, I mean, it wasn't. I, I feel like, I be honest, Apocalypse was the last one, yeah. and Dark Phoenix are not in my collection as of X Men movies. The last X Men movie I bought, I don't count Logan, would have been the Rogue cut of Days of Future Past. Okay. Which I have not seen. I just bought it. <laughs> um, so I'm like, all right, that's. I got it. It's good. I liked know. it. Um, the road kind of. Okay, maybe yeah. I'll someday I'll sit down. I think I have it digitally. Maybe I'll just watch it one night. Um, yeah, I mean that's that was our Thursday night movie. I thought it was okay. Like it wasn't great, but it wasn't. At the end, I was like, all right, well, I saw it. You know. Yeah. I know Stacy said she wanted to see it, but when I got home and. I told her we saw it. She was like, oh, okay. Like, it didn't even, she wasn't even like, upset. Oh, man, I wanted to see that with you. It was more like, oh, okay. You know, and like, if you want to watch it, you can go, I'll, 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 we'll red box it or, or I'll we'll fire stick it or something. <laughs> but I was like, I don't know if I really want to. I'm sure sooner or later there'll be this ultimate Xbox, I mean, Xbox, X Men, a super duper edition of all the movies put together, and they'll call right. it like X Men Anthology or, you know, We'll do it. Uh, how how many like? Let's see. How Seven? long is the series? Well, the series is it like twenty years now? Maybe. Yeah. Well, nineteen you will know. be nineteen years. Double X Men. Yeah. Like or stop to find some way to include X into their their packaging. Yeah. Yeah. X yeah. squared. Oh, that's a good one. Or X twenty. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There you go. Yeah. You're, you can hire us. We're, we'll, we'll help market it. <laughs> we'll just put 20 next to an X. We'll sell gangbusters. Eh? Hey. hey, it'd be great. It'd be awesome. Yeah. They'll love it. The kids will eat it off. Yeah, it'd be great. <laughs> All right. So, uh, um, well, Ed, so what's going on in the movie theaters lately? I, my sister, apparently this today, went to go see Jumanji, um, the the next level. Okay. Uh, so I don't know where it's at, but she did say she enjoyed it. She took it was for her, it was for her birthday. It was her, my dad, and my nephews Logan and Lucas. They went to the movies. So, Ed, what's the top five movies of the week? Well, I'll give you the top six since you mentioned oh, Jumanji. Jumanji is number six this week. It was okay. number five last week. It made six million dollars over the weekend and two hundred ninety-one point two overall in the eight weeks of release. All right, so it did really well. Sure, expect a Jumanji three. The three-peat. three-peat. All right. Uh, number five was the number four movie of last week, The Gentleman. It made $6.01 million, so it was really close. And 20.4 overall in the two weeks of release. So there you go for that one. All right. Uh, number four was a new release, which I've never – I had no idea it was a uh, – this was a, a coming out at all. Hansel and Gre- – Gretel and Hansel. Gretel and Hansel. It's a, um, a retelling of the Grim Fairy Tale. I don't know why they decided to put the girl first. I guess maybe, you know, social justice. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Well, this made $60.05 million. So, okay. I mean, this is a really close weekend for most, uh, for the bottom three anyway. Uh, and uh, that's where it's... It was anybody's game at the bottom there. 
And it sits with that with total gross because it's opening weekend. <clears throat> number three is still number three, Doolittle. It made $7.7 million over the weekend and 55.2 overall in the three weeks release. That is not good at all. No, apparently they're saying it's the first official bomb of 2020. <laughs> All right, number two, still number two, 1917. It made $9.66 million over the weekend and 1192 overall in the six weeks of release. Not bad Not for bad. an Oscar contender. And number one is still number one, Bad Boys for Life. It made $17.6 million over the weekend and 148 overall in the three weeks of release. So. I think it broke like some sort of record this week. Um, it sounds like it. Well, those yeah, numbers. probably. Like, hey, it's, you know, for the month of January on an, uh, on an even year, on the beginning, it's for it's the movie industry, so so it's probably like, hey, this week we high, can make up. It's the highest grossing film for a new decade in the month of January with a zero in it. <laughs> so uh, yeah, all right, Ed. So what's coming out in video games? I can tell you, it's just about nothing. Well, I'll, we'll start with movies first. What's oh, coming what's out coming out movies? movies? Uh, Doctor Sleep is coming out this Tuesday. All right, it's uh, a sequel to The Shining, yes. sort of. All right, uh, and then it's uh, playing with fire is also coming out this too. That's a uh, John Cena movie where he's a uh, oh right where he's a fireman and, and then, then there's kids yes. involved. I think it's I think it's a prerequisite that if you're a muscle bound guy that you have to do some sort of stupid comedy with kids. Tyler Maine is also in it, which we okay. interviewed at one point in life. Um, yeah, it was another life ago. It was a long life ago. Ed. Um yeah, that was uh, The Rock did it, Vin Diesel did it, uh, we call it uh, Hulk Hogan did it, we call it Triple H does one called The Chaperone, um, John Cena's now done one, so yeah, just about everybody, every quote-unquote wrestler or muscle dude has, has to, by rights, do some sort of comedy with children involved. Eddie Murphy's on it. John Leguizamo's in it, so it might be good. Uh, no, I'm not saying that it's going to be bad. I'm just saying I feel like it's one of those like... It has to, it's if, a requirement. If right, you're if a muscle-bound you, wrestler or a muscle-bound man, you yes, have to do if a you want to, kids' comedy. If you want to make your way up to the top of the of the box office draw, at some point, one of those rungs is a family-friendly movie. Shit, Ice Cube made Are We There Yet? Yeah. So, I mean, it, clearly it works for somebody. Yes. You know, it, it, it's, a, it's a formula. They all probably, I bet you they all have probably the same aging. Like, oh, you know what you need to do? A kid's movie. <laughs> we'll make you look like a stupid moron. And then it'll be fun. You get hit in the face with pies and pans. Um, it's for your fireman, right? I guarantee you at some point you're going to fall down a ladder. <laughs> it'll be held hysterical. Kids, kids are going to love it. Kids are going to love it. You already have a built-in audience for your wrestling day. You've seen a net. You, you, know, you got the whole Bumblebee thing going on. You're in. Now Now he's actually in. Um, he's... He is so in the mainstream now. He's actually in the Fast and the Furious Nine, or the, as the kids are calling it, F Nine. <laughs> he, he is now in. They're making another one of those things. They're going to do, but it's about family. <laughs> you know, it, there it's going to be. Apparently, John Cena plays Vin Diesel's brother. I I I, I, don't, uh... I don't know. I but if it's like, okay, who's better at everything than Vin Diesel? I'm like, really? So. I haven't looked at the trailer, but the trailer apparently is like four minutes long, and it basically it's like, hey, it's basically a four minute mini, a four minute mini movie about the about the movie. So after you watch the trailer, save your money. You'll probably see beginning, middle, and at some point, someone's gonna go with family, boom, 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 and apparently they bring back Han, uh, not Solo, the uh, Asian guy who they killed off at one point, and. 
killed off by John Jason Stamos' character because he was supposed to be the bad guy two movies ago. Oh, Ed's, Ed's got this confused Wait, look. Like who? John Jason Statham. I said John Statham. <laughs> I was thinking John Stamos. <laughs> Uncle Jesse was a murderer and a bad guy. Never. <laughs> I'm like, God, I don't remember him being in these movies. God, that'd be a great movie. <laughs> Uncle Jesse just walks on, kills a guy for no reason. He winds up being the bad guy. How awesome would that be? It, justice for what do you call it? Um, Lori Loughlin. <laughs> Take this to school. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Justice for <laughs> slams in the car and goes, How wooed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was on my way to a Beach Boys concert. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> hey, look at my home. My hair is mine messed up. What? <laughs> anyway, in one of the movies, Jason Stanton kills the, the Kag Han. At the very end, he wants to be the bad guy in the next movie. And he was kind of sort of the bad guy in that movie. Then he became sort of working with the team in the next movie. And then they do a whole spinoff. That's the ha- Calvin and Hobbes. That's the Hobbes and Shaw movie. <laughs> Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> Calvin and Hobbes. I'm, I'm not the only one who does that. Yeah. You know, the, the Hobbes and Shaw movie. And it's like, and now this one looks like they just take all all viable physics and the laws of gravity out. Of, sooner or later, F10 in space. F- I'm calling it now. <laughs> F10 in space. I'm telling you, it's gonna get sooner or later. You're gonna see Vin Diesel driving a a fucking Pontiac, you know, purple Pontiac <laughs> space, space shuttle, ship. space shuttle with a with a muffle of the with a with a right uh, air take valve. Yeah, the <laughs> duct tape the, the windows shut so that way no air can escape and <laughs> out in space and. You know, because he's got to save an alien I just race have, I just hope two guys are looking at each other and going, how's he getting that noise in space? <laughs> it's, it's, it's coming from inside the car. <laughs> it's coming from inside the car. doesn't matter, dude. All physics is that way. If you can tape up your... If you can duct tape your windows and shoot your car out in space, fucking... I mean, Elon Musk did. If, he, yeah, I'm just now I'm thinking about it. But there wasn't anybody alive in the car. But they'll probably... They'll, here you go. I'm, here's the plot, Ed. Ready? <laughs> Vin Diesel's character, Dom, needs to go out into space. So they have a cameo walking by Elon Musk, and he changes his 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 fucking soup souped up charger, I think it is, or Pontiac, whatever the muscle car it is, gets it all souped up so it's space ready, and then he has to go save an alien race or save us from whatever kind of space invasion. Like cause he heard that there's drag racing in space, he's gotta prove his manlyhood. So, and he befriends a, an alien, and then next thing you know, that alien's at a barbecue in front of his house. Because why? Because they're family now. You know, <laughs> I'm thinking more of like a halo jump, like like that's the new thing with cars. Oh, you know, yeah. so jump throwing them out of planes. I think they already did that in, sure. in, in one of the movies, but it's like in space, and then it comes down and it lands, and it still drives <laughs> off. You know, like <laughs> all in space, we're all family. <laughs> Horrible. Horrible. Anyway, Ed, so uh, what else is coming out in video? Summer of Sands coming out from Blu-ray for the first time. Oh, that was a good movie. Yes. All right, what else? Uh, do you like the Dragonheart movies? 
Um, I remember the first one. The other ones I have not seen. I think I know there's a new one coming out. And who is the voice of the dragon? Well, it's Dragon Heart Vengeance is coming out. Right, but number there's a, five there's out a of girl playing. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, crap. Yeah, where's the name? Where's the name? Oh, oh boy. Uh oh. It's uh, it's. Oh. 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 Helen, 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 Helena Bottom Carter. Helen Bottom Carter, yeah. Yes. She's the voice this time. Okay, probably. well. And if you go, but I don't know what happens in the series. There's four movies. Don't worry. They got you covered. There's a five-movie set coming out. This oh, Tuesday how well. nice of them. Yes. I think the first one had Sean Connery in it, and that's the only one that was really good. Mm-hmm. I have one of them. They have is uh, Sir Patrick Harris. Uh, Sir, Sir Patrick Harris? Harris? <laughs> Sir <laughs> Patrick Stewart. You're looking for Neil Patrick Harris as the voice of the, di- the, the dragon. Hey, I don't understand, bro. <laughs> no, pa- Patrick Stewart is, okay. is, is, I think, the last one. Four. Woo. Woo. And that's all the movies this week, kids. All right. Well, Let's move good. on to video games. Let's look at two. I have four. Oh. Dark Crystal Age of Resistance Tactics by N. Massey Antennae for the PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Switch. And that is on Tuesday. Apparently, yes, but that is a digital version. There's no physical copy. Okay. All right. Uh, Keep num- moving on. Number two is Life is Strange 2 Collector's Edition by Square Enix for the PS4, oh. Xbox One, and PC. And that's also on Tuesday. Okay. Number three is Yakuza 5 by Sega for the PS4. And that's on Wednesday. Oof, okay. And last but not least, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus by Xseed for the PS4. And that's on Thursday. Yeah, I don't know. It's like they just threw out everything. Like, hey, let's just, what do we got in the back? Well, we got this game for Dark Crystal. We just kind of made it on the weekend. I, I just put it out there. But I think I think they're just going to throw anything out because this is <coughs> this is what they, this is they we, do we, we okay now we're good. No, no, it's, it's my I think it's my head. Choice. Okay, all right. Um, but I think it's I think it's because of the new the new system year. You know, yeah, right? it's it's the beginning of the year is going to be kind of light because no one knows uh, some of the games that were supposed to come out. Got pushed back. Like the Avengers game got pushed back. Cyberpunk 2077 got pushed yeah. back towards closer to the end of the year, which again, some people were saying are kind of pissed. I mean, I was really looking forward to Cyberpunk. That oh, was, so I. That I mean, was going to be like this, my this, game of the year. This is this this was the gameplay game that got me like like I very get rarely interested in games. Right. And this is the one that I really jumped at. I was like, I'm like, oh wow, I can't wait to see this because like I just saw like not even a like a trailer, right. just a teaser thing. Right. And I go. Now I'm intrigued. Like I'm, right. I love Cyberpunk. Keanu Reeves pops up in it. Fuck, I'm in. Like, yeah, that was even the icing on the cake. And it's yeah. also made by the guys who make The Witcher, and it's one of my favorite games of all time for you know PS4, Xbox One. It's it's a it's it's a high bar for role playing games in my in my right. opinion. Uh, so I was all in from the start, and um, in people were saying that what well, the reason why they they postponed it was. Um, because there's supposed to be an online community too with the game, mm-hmm. and it, it was going to be one of those things where we're going to release the game here, and then we're going to release the online thing later in the year. But I, um, and, but they decided like, oh no, we're going to put it together at the you know towards the end of the year. I think while they have it, they're going to upscale all. They probably got their hands on the PS5 and the Xbox whatever, and the Xbox whatever. Well, no, the Series X, I think it's called. Yeah, um, the Obelisk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I and it's. I think they're just they're just making it look prettier for those two systems. I think they're just kind of going through amping up some of the graphics for th- to get it ready for this because because Ed, uh, when we record two weeks out, um, September fifteenth, uh, September 
February 15th, which is a Saturday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, in on I think online, Sony's going to be making the PlayStation 5 announcement. Okay. I don't know what's going to detail. I know I'll be at work. You know, I'll probably... I wonder if I should set up a TV and stream it that day. Oh, Ed, thank you very much. <laughs> Give me an idea. Anyway. <laughs> um, send in here... Let me know when you become a spam of a pre-order. Just put your name down. <laughs> oh, uh, look at me working shit out of my head. You're welcome. Um, they're supposed to be doing their presentation on the PS5. Mm. So I'm assuming that's when you'll find out release day and what the specs are. So hopefully on that next show, when we get two shows out, you know, we'll three shows out? Yeah, we won't be here that Sunday. Oh, man. How come? You got I'll, things to do? I'll be somewhere else. Oh. Man, all right. Well, whatever. Um, I'll explain it to you. Uh, I'll uh, what do you call it? I'll, I'll try to post it, or maybe you know, like I'll post the specs or something. But then the, the whatever the you show, you can live stream it to through Facebook through our Geeksters page. Oh, you're right. It could just be like me in front of a, for the phone. You know, hey everybody, it's me, Sean. Look at this. This is what we're going to talk about real quick. PS5, bang, bang, boom, boom, bing, bang. Hello, dropping out. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I don't know. That would be the worst episode ever. <laughs> well, we're not doing be it. Be the shortest. Maybe I can talk to... I have. I might have plans for that day. Oh! oh. Might have to drop that bomb somewhere else. Boink. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right. Well, we'll keep, keep, we'll keep abreast, people. And we'll, we'll talk about it on the show at a future date. Yeah. Um, so, was that it? Yeah, that's all the games. Oh, okay. Yes. All right, but well, now I gotta pick up the news. So now I gotta look here and go. <laughs> I got. I gotta do some work. Uh, I gotta. Yeah. I gotta do something. I gotta do something. There. I gotta be honest. wasn't uh, Wasn't really a good week for news. I didn't think so. Anyway, I personally didn't think so. Ed, so <laughs> fuck them all. All right. Um. Okay. So. Yes. Did we talk about um the casting of Joel McHale last week as Johnny Cage? No. Hey. Hey. Guess what? <laughs> Joel McHale is cast as Johnny Cage in the Mortal Kombat Legends movie. It's an animated movie, so it's not like the whole Joel. <laughs> oh, my <seen> God. <laughs> just, hey, just... Thank God for playing that up. I didn't know it was oh, animated. That's right. First. We ended off with the uh, Deaf Man Sues Pornhub. That's right. Last week. That's what we did last week. The next article. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop. What? Put your face on face. Because I thought there was a live action movie. There is a live action movie coming out for Mortal Kombat. Okay. Okay. But this is, there's an animated uh, one coming out. Allow me to explain, Ed. Please. All right. Alongside the new live action Mortal Kombat reboot releasing next year, which is uh, 2021, by the way, um, Warner Brothers, or more specifically, Warner Brothers Animation is working on an animated movie based on the long-running and best-selling fighting game series dubbed Mortal Kombat Legends, colon, Scorpion's Revenge. <laughs> At the moment of publishing, which was January 17th, 2020, by the way, um, details of the film are currently quite scarce. For example, there's no word of a specific release date, but we do have some castings. Uh, specifically, it's been revealed that Joel McHale, best known for his role in the hit sitcom comedy community, will be the voice of Johnny Cage. Meanwhile, Dexter's Jennifer Carpenter will be the voice behind Cage's counterpart, Sonya Blade. Mm. Right? Beyond the two castings, we also know that Patrick Seitz will play Scorpion and Hanzo Hasashi. Steve Blum will bring Sub-Zero to life. Jordan Rodriguez will voice Liu Kang. Art Butler will step into the roles of Shang Tsung. Atkin Downs will play Kano. David B. Mitchell will be the iconic Raiden. Kevin Michael Richardson will voice Goro. That's uh, 
the guy we talked about last time, the yeah. last week. Uh, Greg Griffin will be Katana and uh, Satoshi Hashashi. And lastly, Darren DePaul will be responsible for Kwai Chin. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So, but to him Kale, I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just picturing the live action version. I'd be like, it's so funny. I mean, he is big and he's kind of muscular a little bit, but he just, I just can't see him. <laughs> just see him turn to the camera and go, and this week on the Joe McHale show, or actually when he was Talk Soup. Talk Soup, that's right. <laughs> you know, that's, what I, that's how I knew him from because. Me too. And community. I was a fan of community. Well, I, I that was before community he was doing the Talk Soup yes. because. Friday nights, like when I was first married, and my wife, we, she saw it one night, and we started laughing. And like every night, every Friday night, we would come home and watch that because it was on like late at night. Right, yeah. And, you know, we'd watch it and laugh. He like, has a, he has, he brought that show to Netflix. Yeah. It's called The Joe McHale Show. Um, and he, so it's basically the same format. Here's some stuff, here's some clips. It's a clip show, and he talks about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's been going on that kind of, that kind of thing. Talk soups been going on for ages. Because I back remember when um, Greg Kinnear did it, and then before, before Greg Kinnear, there was another guy I think. Who yeah, was, uh, it was John something. I forget his name. John Hans- John Henson. Yes, yes, and I liked him too. I wonder what ever happened to him. Well, he did. He did the uh, wipeout for a while, and now he's doing. Yes, that's right. He's doing. He was doing wipeout. What's he doing now? He's and he's on a like a, a competition show for Food Network or something like that oh. for like some baking uh, competition. Okay. It was like Halloween Wars and I think Christmas Wars. Okay, so he's working. Yeah, he's still All working. Right, that's good. I'm he's glad. still doing his job. Okay. Um, well, Ed, you know they're making a, a She-Hulk TV show, right? For yes. Disney+. Plus. Well, apparently it's going to start filming in July. Really? Yes. Uh, Disney, Disney Plus will eventually be filled with television series that take place in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But it'll be a while before the previously announced shows will make it to the small screen. Um, it's announced earlier this... Um, that WandaVision is coming out this year. Excuse me. Yeah, I got bumped up. Yeah, I got bumped up because I think people are starting to realize that, hey, they don't got a lot of content, original content. How do we get suckered into this deal? (laughs) The mouse is... (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) I got my hooks in you now. (laughs) Like, hey, why are we... (laughs) Knock him out quick. (laughs) Before he says something, everyone's going to go, yeah, that's right. But they said now WandaVision is coming out in 2020. Uh, and rather than 2021, and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is set to air this year as well. Yeah, uh, it appears that Marvel will also begin filming the new sh- new shows this year, including She-Hulk. Currently, the series does not yet have a star. <laughs> I was saying, I, I, but who, they learned who's the planner? show. Uh, who knows? We'll, we'll we'll film around that Ed in <laughs> July. That's when we're starting filming. We'll figure out who's going to be cast later. A lot of people are, um, I think, wanting to see Gina Carano, Carano um, as She-Hulk. Okay. She's in Mandalorian. Um, she, you've seen all the Mandalorians, right? She's the yeah, the yeah, yeah. Okay. No, exactly, exactly what you're talking okay. about. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about that because I feel like I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not because I, I think that she can't act. I think it depends on what they're going to go with because uh, I don't know because Jennifer Wall, Jennifer, her character is green all the time. It's not like she morphs into the Hulk. Mm-hmm. You know, she's always green and she's a lawyer and she's it's more of a. The comic book version of her that I read, it was more of a comedy than a action, like, like, she Hulk mad. Right. You know, it's more like a procedural, a procedural comedy from the comic book series. I, the run I read, yeah. at least. So I'm like, I don't know if she can do comedy. 
You know, but well, they, they, I mean, they've put her in different spots because she sure. was, I think she was in the Fantastic Four for a while. They right, right, right. Yeah, thing. that's true. Yeah. You know, she they, Hulk did take, she didn't make a run through the Fantastic Four. She's been an Avenger. Yeah. So she, I mean, you know, so it's, it's, you know, so it depends on how, I guess, Kevin Feige sees it and, and you know, tells them what they want to, you know, about where to go with it. So that's the, that's the problem. So, well, it's going to be produced. It's going to start filming in Atlanta this summer, and it's produced by Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige, along alongside writer producer Jessica Gao, who is known for Rick and Morty, Silicon Valley, and Take My Wife. Okay. Um. So, who would you cast? Who would I cast? Yeah. I mean, if you had to go with um, She-Hulk, let's let's um, let's get a. I'm going to get a f- image for. Reference point, okay. okay? See what you think. Uh, let's see. She-Hulk. See, see, what makes this difficult is, like, I, I'm, 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 I'm glad you're bringing that reference up because I'm trying to think of, like, because, you, 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 like, I think she was taller than everybody else. Something she, like was, that, like, she was a tall, tall woman, yes. Yeah. She was leggy. So, uh, so you go, you go. Well, are they going to do it kind of like the what they did with the Marvel uh, Avengers, like with Hulk and uh, you know, like Professor Hulk? Okay, you know, like he's a little bit bigger than everybody, but he's still like in within the realm of reality, like not reality, but a uh, uh, right. Okay, here's a photo for reference. Yes. Okay. Yes, I remember that one. Um, she is on. It's one of the covers where she's justice because she's a lawyer. Yeah. Uh, and she's got the, which I consider now the more iconic white and purple suit. You know, yeah. like one ba- one piece bathing suit, the which, onesie, the onesie, which you know seems to be a, a, a staple right now. Someone's going, "Why should I wear that?" Because that's what they put it right now. Cut, cut me some slack, right? I'm not, you know, I didn't draw it. I, I didn't draw it. I'm just reporting. Just ogling news. over. Um, there's also <laughs> one here where she's like in a half shirt and, and you know, gun blazing. I don't know why she's got guns because she's the fucking Hulk. I mean, like not muscle guns, like 24 inch pythons. <laughs> I'm talking like pistols. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's got Welcome guns. To the gun show. She's, she's got guns anyway because she's muscular, but she's also holding pistols with silencers. Why? I don't know. Maybe probably because she was probably a spy at some point. I don't know. <laughs> like, she could she could blend into any crowd. Sure, she, she doesn't have to stick. So, in. like, like for me, I'm like, I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, I'm like, well, could you get somebody and just do what they did with like just CGI the the character in there, you right. know, that kind of thing? Sure. Or do you do like? Get some muscle-bound woman, you know, like to do that, and that's for me. It's hard to think of because I can't think of any famous people that are muscular. There's like, not a lot of um, muscular, talented actresses. Yes, that's the best way to put it. Right, and I don't mean that like as an insult. I just meant like I'm not saying Gina Gina Carano had a couple of. Uh, I would say she really didn't start off well in her acting career. Yeah. I think she she acted great in Mandalorian, but again, not a lot of speaking parts. Right. Um, and she's good in the action, but as far as like the like, can she carry a show, or is this one of those things where you give her? Because I saw her, I saw Haywire, that okay, she was in, in, and I was like, okay, and like I like it was it was really like a low budget, looked like a low budget action movie, like okay, you know, like like it was better than like if I did it, and like less not as good as like if. You know, like Sony or Warner Brothers sure. or somebody else did it. So you you kind of go to in between. Um, so I mean, she was okay in it. I mean, like like I said, there wasn't like great acting chops. But I mean, like if you're just for the action, then you know, okay. 
but I mean, like, like you know, like, like you start thinking of like, can you, can you have that? Like, what about that Ronda Rousey? Is that Ronda thing? Rousey? Yeah. Um, I, I right now I can hear a bunch of people going, "Oh no, not her!" Right, exactly, like, and that's and you know, so I'm thinking like, you I could, mean, if she can't act in the WWE, she ain't gonna act over a Marvel picture, right? A Marvel thing. <laughs> so that's, so that's, so that's, I'm like trying to think of muscle bound people that I know, so I'm like, well, then you just do it that way. You do it kind of like the the Hulk, you know, Avenger Hulk thing. Right now, I'm gonna say here's here's another photo of her, and I don't find. Her like, she's more like like swimmer body. I would yeah. say not. She's not bench press. Well, she can bench bench press like hundred thousands of pounds or whatever. It's she's mostly you know thin. So you just get really a tone. She's toned. Yeah, she's toned. Like here's another picture of her in like a business suit. Yeah, because she's on her way to court. But again, she doesn't have. She's not like oh, puny human. She's just green. She. Yeah. I would say she. If you took. um a good drawing of Wonder Woman and painted her green, kind of that body figure. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I'm. Just, so I mean, that's what I was saying. So I think that opens up the, the the possibilities for a lot of women. Sure. To be that role. I mean, I'm. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of great actresses like Rosaria Dawson's coming to mind. I don't know why, but she's coming to mind okay. for it. All um, right. You're gonna. I'm gonna say this is gonna be kind of weird. Um. Oh my god. Fuck. What the hell's her name? <laughs> The original, the original um, mystique. Um, uh, Rebecca, Rebecca Romaine. Rebecca Romaine. Yeah. You know, maybe not. I hate to say it. Maybe not now because she's she's getting up there. And... She's getting up there. She still looks great. Yes, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. But I don't know. If she'd be up for like an action role. You would need someone a little. I would have said. Um, What's well, the same? They probably do stunt. Like that's the same. Like it depends on how they film it. That's the that's the thing. Sure. If they're going to CGI a lot of it, then it's fine. You know, if they're going to get a stunt woman to do that, then you know, okay. So you just have like you know like you know like that like eighties nineties style. Like, right. You're going to have action, and you hopefully that they look close enough to the actor right. or actress, you know, to do the to do the action. So. Um. Uh, what do you call it? What's your face? God damn it! Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. Oh, oh shit! All right, I'm gonna women who could play She-Hulk. How's that? There you go. See, see if there's a list that populates. Um, you know, there, there, but there's a lot of great actresses, which is insane. Like, like you, do you get somebody from like a small, like it's like a TV show that you know that's like you know was was the uh, you know. Okay. Um. What's your face, Angie Harmon? She desperately wants to play She. Uh, we call it. Um. She-Hulk. Yeah, her. Yes, she, I know exactly. Okay. She, 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 I she think are. she would do a fine job. She's done police procedurals before in the past. Um, she's been in a bunch of TV shows. I, I think she'd be fine. Yeah. Um, let's see. Top six actors we want to we want for She-Hulk. Ready? Okay. Uh, 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 uh. Ronda Rousey. Someone put on that list. Yeah. I, uh, so. Monique Ganderton. Um, that's uh, you're thinking who? Yeah. Apparently, um, let's see. She was she was from iRobot, the Suicide Squad. Um, she, she's been on television shows like Supernatural, Smallville, and Sleepy Hollow. Films like Cabin in the Woods, American Ultra, and X Men Apocalypse. I want to see. I want to see that one. Um, Gabriel Union. You know, I, she's a, she's a little she's a hot commodity right now, but yeah. not necessarily in the best way possible. Right. So she might be a little. Too risky to play. Yeah, now, it granted, um, especially with Disney, I don't think it would do. Yeah, it. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, Melanie Scroffino. I don't know who that is. She was from Wyatt Earp. I don't. Uh, Winona Earp. So. Oh, no. oh okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was on Sci-Fi for a little while. I don't know if it's still on. Naomi it. Harris and uh, doesn't look doesn't work for me. No. Um, Angie Harmon's number one. Okay, so there you go. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Well, let's see. Um, well, Eliza Dushku played the voice of She-Hulk for the TV show. Um, someone did do a fan drawing of Rosario Dawson. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I could see that, but you know. Sure, let her cross both words. She wants to play Osoka, what it called, Tokusawa or whatever her name is. Uh, Oka, whatever. Star Wars character that everyone loves. Ahsoka Tan. That's her. Sure. Why not? <laughs> let her play it. Could care less. All right. See, see, that's the thing though. With like Star Wars, that's that that stuff bugs me now. I'm like, I'm like, uh, let's not get celebrities to do this stuff anymore. Because <laughs> it takes it out. Like Woody Harrelson, do I do enjoy Woody Harrelson's work? Like, like there's a lot, a lot of things I've seen Woody Harrelson, and I still enjoy watching. But when I see him in Solo, I'm going, yeah, he took it right out of the movie for me. You know, oh, <laughs> you, know? I mean, you see that Greenberg or whatever the hell was that guy's name was. I don't care if I mispronounced it. Seeing him in Star Wars was like. Yeah, no. And then the guy from Lost in the, the Lord of the Rings movie, I don't remember his name, the, the Irish guy. Oh, Dominic uh, Monaghan. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing him in that, I'm like, I'm like, and he didn't really need him. Like, he wasn't yeah, he even part, part of uh, Pinnacle in that last movie. And you're going, yeah, what the why, fuck? why was he in there? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, Woody Harrelson, I guess if you're a fan of Woody Harrelson, you know he started on Cheers. So I'm always waiting for him to be like, just go into Woody Harrelson, like Woody mode from Cheers, like stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so I was saying, like, so like for me, for like Star Wars, like, like don't put the celebrities in there. It's right? time like, to get some new new blood. Yeah, yeah, it's tough to do because you want to put asses in seats and you want to watch have people view it, and it's hard, I think, to be able to take the risk nowadays because they want everything to be so safe. Not safe as far as I mean, they want the viewers, they want the asses in seats, so they'd rather go with a name that people know. Because that's going to guarantee yeah, but at least one ticket. There's sold. a long list of people that sure. like are known, like not like super famous, right? But enough that they slip the, through the cracks. That there's you go, enough people going. You know, I think I've seen. Where did I see that person? Like right. all of a sudden, you see that person on the screen. All of a sudden, you're you're looking at IMDb. Who movie? What? Yeah. The, why does that person look familiar? Oh, I knew who that person's from. I liked him in that, or I liked him in that. I just never knew his name. Like, right. um, we call it Sam Rockwell's. I got one of those guys. No matter yeah. what he's in, I like him, and he's always different. Um, you know, Philip Seymour Hoffman, God rest his soul, was another guy that yeah. whenever he was in, it's like he didn't have to be a leading guy, but if you knew he was in it, he was going to be the glue that held everything together. Exactly. You know, so I mean, so maybe, there's there's a bunch of those. There's a you bunch of actresses get, and yeah. actresses that you can kind of go like, yeah, you know what? Maybe uh, well, they may not be a great draw, but they have enough solid. They're, they're solid ability. They're yeah, can do people. Right. All right. All right. I, I, all right. I can go with that, Ed. I, I'll stand behind that. <laughs> All right. So, what else do I got here? Um, speaking of Disney Plus, Star Wars leaks reveals a Mark Hamill new Jedi Order series. Did you hear this one? I, I vaguely heard something. Somebody told me something once, and I'm like, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. Well, here's the um, way I am, and I'm not. All right. So they're they're. Disney plans are giving the Star Wars films a bit of a time to rest now the sequel trilogy has finally come to an end. There's rumors going around saying that the, that the study is planning 
multiple projects for a galaxy far, far away, and that includes an animated series featuring the Luke Skywalker trying to build the Jedi Order. According to Cosmic Book News, keep that for what it's worth, <laughs> there, are, there is a new leak that reveals the upcoming Star Wars series and films from Lucasfilms. Star Wars The Last Jedi director Ryan Johnson is reporting developing his own Star Wars trilogy titled Offspring of the Jedi, a project dependent on the success of Episode Nine. I think it did fine. <laughs> it doesn't really, de- never really depends on that. It's it's a moneymaker. You know it is. All right. uh, Lucasfilm is also planning on producing a new standalone movie titled The Glare of Thrawn, which is a film set to feature Grand Admiral Thrawn. An expanded universe character has been added to Star Wars canon thanks to Dave Filoni's Star Wars animated series Star Wars Rebels. Uh, these leads to go on to suggest that Lucasfilms is bringing back Dave Filoni to develop a brand new Star Wars animated series called The New Jedi Order. The series will follow Luke Skywalker as he tries to repair the Jedi Order, and according to the report, Lucasfilms wants Mark Hamill to return and voice his legendary character. Of course, as exciting these leaks may seem, readers ought to be reminded to take the report with a grain of salt. We can't really be sure of the legitimacy of the project until Lucasfilm makes an official announcement. Dun, dun, dun. I want to say that that's probably bullshit. <laughs> I, I just... I think they're the only one that covered that. Huh? I think they're the only one that covered that. I, that's the, the only... News. Yeah, like, it's like... Mm, that, I haven't heard anywhere else but well, Cos- this is, this Cosmic Book right. News, right? But this is from es- Epic Stream. They're just reporting what they read from Cosmic, cosmic. Book News. Right. Cosmic, not well, comic, comic Book, book. News. Cosmic... cosmic. Got to make sure there's a difference because, you know, you don't want to be sued. Because sometimes, yeah, well, sometimes I read those cosmic ones uh-huh. and I'm like, oh, wow. And I'm like, and then I'm, fuck. <laughs> He's like, hey, hey, I heard there's these great guys called nerdsters. <laughs> hey. <laughs> it was real funny. It's uh, Steve and Chuck. And they're hysterical. They talk about nerd stuff. And, hey, welcome to nerdsters. <laughs> He's just sitting there going, oh, I think we're going to have to fight. <laughs> like, Ed, put on your dancing shoes because we're about to throw down. <laughs> Come on. Dear Nerdsters, this is Geeksters. We're giving you the cease and desist letter, blah, blah, blah. And they're going, <laughs> we got recognized by Geeksters. We have arrived. <laughs> <laughs> Find that they're like 12, two little kids. <laughs> two 12-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy and Daddy put this all up, and they won't let me say bad words. Fiddle faddle. <laughs> Come on, like, you little fucking brat! I'm gonna break your fucking neck. Take it right, bit. Mom. <laughs> to rip up your spine and fuck you with it. You plug that microphone in the show. We gonna shove this microphone so far down your throat, you, you record all your farts before they happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why is he so angry, <laughs> nerdsters? <laughs> <laughs> Coming fall, new nerdsters with Ed and Sean. We're gonna re- we're gonna rework the show to a family friendly version of this show. <laughs> uh, hi everybody, it's hi everybody, it's Sean, and over here is Ed. Today we're gonna talk about cereal. Why? What cereal is good for you, Ed? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I hear we take two. If you take your vitamins and say your prayers, you... <laughs> for every geekster listening, going, "What the fuck happened?" To... <laughs> so out. <else? laughs> like, no, no. Paycheck. <laughs> oh, you guys sold out. Uh... No, we bought in, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> hi, welcome to Nerdsters. How can I help you? Yeah, hi. What do you think of the new fucking? Star- hey, 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 hey. hey, hey. language. 
What do you think of the new Star Wars movie? Oh, I'm all for it. I believe it's going to be gorgeous and exciting. And Give it a chance, fellas. Just give it a chance. You, you never know what you... You know, the, t- tomorrow could be the greatest find of your life. Oh, <laughs> please don't let it. Please don't don't make me pull out nerdsters. I'm going to punish the audience one day. Just be all politically correct with no opinion whatsoever. And <laughs> just take the middle of the road. And, Ed, what do you think about that? Uh, I think it's okay. What do you I think? think? I, I think agree. it's fine. Yeah, I think it's okay, That's yeah. Good. Oh, go, go, go. Let us we agree. <laughs> what society think? Well, I don't know. Whatever they say, just go along with it. <laughs> get us popular. <laughs> All right, Ed. Sp- I, this seems to be a lot of Disney Plus news, Ed. So, I guess there's. I guess it was really a slow, slow news week. Uh, yeah. This is from Nerdbot. Okay. Nerdbot. Nerdbot. Emilio Estevez returns as Coach Bombay in Mighty Duck series. This I've heard. All right. Multiple sources. So this might have some this, truth to it. Might. This, well, this is from Disney Plus updates, by the way. Yeah. This is a tweet saying Emilio Estevez will reprise his role with Gordon Bombay in Disney Plus's The Mighty Duck series. Um. According to a tweet from Disney Plus, <laughs> Estevez's part was of what made the movie so memorable, and now he'll be taking the lead in a new show. The show is will be about ten episodes long and run exclusively on Disney Plus. Uh, since he's coming back as Coach Bombay, we know he's going to play a major role in this new series. The Illuminati also confirmed <laughs> that's that's a great name. <laughs> Fuck, why would you even think of that? Damn, we, we, we're stuck with geeksters and nerdsters. And he's coming, Illuminati. Damn, that's a good one. <laughs> If anybody here who listens to the show, Geeksters, you know anybody who works for the Illuminati, tell them thumbs up. That's a great goddamn name. <laughs> Son of a bitch. The Illuminati. Ooh. It really it just rolls off the tongue. Yeah, it Illuminati. does. Illuminati. Also confirmed <laughs> that he will play, will play a major role. Um, they, we call it just a nerd bot, apparently, um, announced the series revival last November with the long, um, when the log, log line was put up. After getting kicked out of a junior diverse division, Mighty Ducks team, a 13-year-old boy and his mom decided to start their own team, finding players, a coach, and a place to play. Right, right, right. Um, all right. So it seems maybe maybe Coach Bombay is retired and is brought back into the fold when the 13-year-old's mom brings him back into it. I mean, that would be the best way to do it about it, I guess. All right. So, uh, Ed, full disclosure, I love the Mighty Ducks series. Do you? I love it. It's one of my fucking favorite series of all time. I'm a hockey fan. Yes. And when you're a fan of a sport and when they make movies of sports, you kind of tend to veer towards them. Yeah. Like, for example, Slapshot, I think, is a masterpiece. You know? Yeah, okay. Uh, young, okay. young Blood, I like that game. It's a little cheesy, but I like it. Yeah. Um, and then The Mighty Ducks came into my And there's something instinctively, I guess because it's like, hey, here you go, adult with kids. <laughs> Foul mouth kids at that. Kind of like Bad News Bears. Bears Bad News Bears are nice, except yeah. with a little bit of Disney because there's not a lot of cursing. Right. You know, and but there is a, it, it wound up being a hit. It wound up actually making a, a an actual NHL team called the Mighty Ducks. Yep. You know, I missed their old jerseys because their old jerseys was the jerseys from the, the movies, and I always wanted one. I never got one. I'm always kind of bummed. I was like, fuck. I like their colors. The logo was kind of cool. Yeah. I also particularly like that one of the characters was supposed to be from Philadelphia, right. and he was a Flyers fan, and I'm a Flyers fan, so I, it connected with me on a bunch of different levels. Okay, right now, unfortunately, I've heard that actor has played, you know, the 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 we call it the goalie yeah. in the movie is really whew, he is not doing well. I think I have an article about him too. Yeah, he's yeah he is um, yeah he is not doing so well. I, I didn't bring it. Uh, yeah, the kid who plays the goalie. Goldberg, 
Is it Goldberg? I'm going to say Goldberg. Um, Goldberg? I think so. <laughs> Damn it. I have to look. Um, Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. While you look that up, uh-huh. I'll give you mine. I can't stand this. Really? Movies. Really? How come? I, I like the first one. I have to say, I do like the first one. I just didn't like the sequels. I just thought okay. well, it should have been a one and done, and that was it. And I'm like, Sean oh. Weiss, Goldberg. Yeah, he's. Oof. Yeah, he's in jail now, right? Uh, yeah, he got arrested. Whole yeah, he's not doing robbery. I think it was. Yeah, meth head, all that. It's just a shame. He was also in heavyweights too. Um, all right. Yeah, because he was heavy in the movie. Yeah. I was like, how's this? Big yeah, well, how does this big kid a goalie? Come on. I I, I just I'm like I, I like of course I remember street hockey days and you would you, the big kid always played the goalie. Right. You can't yeah. Get by him. You can't get by him. Uh, yeah, I always, I always liked that movie. I thought there was nothing, nothing wrong with that. Nothing. I just, I don't know. I guess because <clears throat> there's always a baseball movie. There's always a football movie. There's not much hockey movie. Right. There's not yeah. many hockey movies. So though, I always try to make as long as if it's a good movie. I mean, shit. It was such a good movie that they tried to do it with Keanu Reeves and a baseball team. <laughs> I think it was. Um, fuck. What was it called? The Keanu Reeves did a baseball movie with kids. Yes, he did. Oh, Ed. Keanu, Keanu, Keanu Reeves. I now, now I must find this movie because it's got to be terrible. Ah, here you go. Ready? All right. So let's go. Because um, I want to see something Keanu Reeves did that's terrible. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's see. Because I mean, there's cheesy movies that he's done. I'll, I'll admit, there's not every movie's a, a, a slam dunk, but they're, they're like it's still watchable. Like you know, even though it's like kind of bad or cheesy, you still watch it. Like sure. Some there's sometimes there's nothing wrong with a good cheesy movie. Right. There's like an adoring charm about it, and you're like, yeah, but like you know, like this uh, Hardball. Good. It was called Hardball in Hardball. 2001. Here is the plot. Ready? An aimless young man who is scalping tickets, gambling, and drinking agrees to coach a little league team from the Cabrini Greenhouse Project in Chicago. Um, and as a condition of being of getting a loan from a friend, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's looking. It was in 2001, so now my I'm like, yeah, but I think the Mighty Ducks was before that. <laughs> what are you looking up? Yeah, well, that Mighty Ducks was in the 90s. Okay, I'm looking where I could stream Hardball. Well, yeah, but this is 2000. Oh yeah, 2001 Hardball. Here, <laughs> let's see. Ed, do you need a trailer? Uh, yeah. Okay, let's see if we can get a trailer going on here. Hardball. Oh, that's the wrong one. <laughs> Hardball. No, movie. that's not appropriate for this audience. <laughs> hey, that's something you will never find out. And nobody call it nerdsters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ready? Hardball trailer coming up. No, I'm not looking for a new credit card. Thank you. On Hulu. It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Oh my god! <laughs> here you go, Ed. Here. The worst team in the league. In the worst neighborhood in the city. Wow. Nah, no, I mean. But they're about to get some help. Uh-huh. The last person. Go they ever expected. That bum guy's our coach. You work for Smith and Stevens Securities. Yes. <laughs> what deal did you blow? What? Well, I'm sure you're not coaching this team by choice. Oh, kids fighting. What's going on? All right, let me break it down. Take it right quick. Andre say catch any apple ball. Call me say I'll give you all my guns. You catch this ball. Okay, I got it. 
<laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> and that sounds like something I want to watch after you leave. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw it. Because, again, I'm a sucker for the kid comedy. I can't help myself, Ed. Ed's, Ed's now going. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, Ed's uh, going through who? I, I got TV over, over, over his shoulder. <laughs> and I, and I'm, I pull up Hulu, and I'm trying to see if it's there. So, so I, <laughs> I got to see if this is really here. If he is, guess what? I, guess what? Ed's watching next week. <laughs> next week's episode. Ed gives his review of Hardball. If it's on Hulu, I might go home and watch it tonight. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, it's on Stars. Damn it. Oh, oh. Boo. boo. You probably can voodoo it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you can probably rent it for like two ninety nine. Shit, it might even be free it on is, some it, service. It, it, so it is. But I want. I want to. Fuck that. I want to pay. <laughs> I'm sure you can probably find it on YouTube. I don't pay for train wrecks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Says the guy who bought uh, The Hustle. <laughs> I like that movie. Hey. No. Hey. hey. Said, that wasn't bad. Hey, that's just some good friend ribbon here at over the Nerdster's head. <laughs> it's the kind of comedy gold you'll get to see, you know, hear and listen to in the new show called Nerdster's. <laughs> um, Go on. In the okay, I got something in the vein of really, Ed. Yeah, I'm getting too old for this shit. You are because Lethal Weapon Five is moving forward with Mel Gibson, Danny Glover, and Richard Donner. Yeah, I got to pay for it. Dude. Producer Dan Lin has revealed that a fifth and quote-unquote final Lethal Weapon movie is close to happening with original stars Mel Gibson and Danny Glover on board to reunite with the series director Richard Donner. Speaking at a Hollywood Reporters Producers Roundtable, Lin, who served as executive producer on the Lethal Weapon TV series, announced that Warner Brothers is looking to reload the franchise with the original team. This is a quote. We're trying to make the last Lethal Weapon movie, Lynn said about the long-lasting sequel, long-gesting sequel, and Richard Donner is coming back. The original cast is coming back, and it's just amazing. The story itself is very personal to him. Mel and Danny are ready to go, and so it's about the script. (laughs) (laughs) So at first rumblings that Lethal Weapon 5 might be happening resurfaced back in 2008 as it emerged that Shane Black planned to direct Riggs and Murtaugh's next adventure. However, after several rumors, it, the project was squashed in 2012 when Donner revealed that Gibson turned down the reprisal of his role. Uh, Lethal Weapon is the latest in the string of classic franchises being revived on the big screen. Case in point, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence recently teamed up for Bad Boys for Life, the third film in the long-dormant Bad Boys series, which has exceeded expectations at the box office and has since been announced that a fourth Bad Boy movie is in development. I love how they spin it for more bad boys and laugh watching exclusive action clip sequel. Blah, 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 blah. So, Ed, how do you feel about one more go with the boys? 22 years later. I was wondering how you, you're doing looking up the land. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. 1998, July 10th. With, uh, with, and that had, um, we called they introduced Chris Rock as a character. Yes. And Mel Gibson, I think, was married at that point to Rene Russo's character, or they were going to get married. I remember. I have I have I have the four pack at home on Blu-ray. So do I. Um, so, uh, Lethal Weapon one and two were one of the, the some of the movies in my 
I would say in my youth, youth, my youth, that it was a staple for me to watch over and over again. Like I loved those movies. It was nothing. It was it was an action packed buddy film that were just great from beginning to end. It's it's if you go back in if you go back in time to the eighties in action movies, Lethal Weapon is one of those movies that just stands out as a as a staple. It was it was an, <clears throat> it was a, a huge hit. Everyone and their mother saw it. It was it was it's a classic as far as I'm, it's a classic Ed. it's a classic if you haven't seen it it's <clears throat> you know it, it compares nothing to the, the, the tv show that's out there now <clears throat> but, um yeah i mean I, I i don't disagree with you about that i mean like like i mean yeah i, I mean i i think like everybody and their mother did see that movie back that back in the day when it first came out the first one and then two i think was like a far like Superior to the original, yes, you know. Yes. Like, Sometimes uh, the sequels do get better, you know. Um, and, and and then three was like, yeah, you know. And then four, you're like, really? four to me just felt like, hey, we did it again. Let's yeah. do it again. It, it we need it more money. Fell down the rabbit is what I would call the Rocky Four syndrome, where it's like, okay, the first three movies are good, but then the fourth one just gets stupid and ridiculous. And yeah. You're going, all right, you kind of keep. There's a reason why there's not a Lethal Weapon five, like <laughs> right after that. Yeah. Um, just like there was no. Um, we call it. That's why there's no Indiana Jones five. Yeah. <laughs> Usually after the fourth one, let's try to put a pin in that. That's why there's no Batman movie after Batman and Robin for quite a long time. <laughs> so yeah, the fourth one in this series usually gets a little weak, unless it's like a book series like the Harry Potter films, um, or like the Star Wars movies. Some <laughs> might say it kind of peaked at three. <laughs> And there's nine of them, you know. Um, I don't know. I I also thought too, like for a while, Mel Gibson was kind of shunned by the Hollywood everybody. Well, that's like, yeah, but that's the last movie he directed. Well, like, that that's think, the, you're only as good as your last project, yeah. Ed, apparently, because if anything, it, it shows that more true than with Mel Gibson's career. Because at the height of his career. He got hit for racial slurs, drunk driving. I mean, it was a downward spiral of batshit craziness. Right. Not to mention he makes the movie, um, we call it The Passion of the Christ, which call, which you know, which wound up being a global phenomenon. Yeah. Uh, very controversial. And, uh, you know, but the one thing Mel Gibson knows how to do is direct a fucking film. And it was like he had a hard time after that whole downward spiral, calling his then girlfriend the N word, like really degrading her, and then getting pulled over by you know drunk drive for drunken driving this drunken drunk drunken driving, drinking and driving. He was boozing and then driving in A LA. DWI. Yes, thank you. He slammed the whole Hollywood community, saying it was run by Jews. You know. Your typical anti-Semitic comments that usually happens when someone gets a little drunk and talks about Hollywood. Yeah. Um, so he was kind of blacklisted for a while, and then slowly he'll pop up in like like little movies or independent movies and mm. small roles. Like, okay, he was the bad guy in um, Ex- The Expendables 3, which I thought he was great in. He was the bad guy in Machete yeah, 2. right. Um, Machete Kills. Um, I'm waiting for Machete in space because that's where it left off. I need that sequel. Um and so, and then he directed the heart. Not it was a Heartbreak Ridge. I think it was Heartbreak Ridge. Um, yeah, 
And I think it was. Oh, let me see. Yeah. No shit. Now I got. Because he did another movie like recently, right? That, like, like I think at the Oscar, didn't it? Or, or, uh, that's or, the one. Yeah, he did. Um, let's see, Mel Gibson. Let's see, filmography director. He directed ten th- things. Hexall Ridge. Okay. Okay. Heartbreak Ridge is a Clint Eastwood movie. Yeah. Um, Apocalypto, Passion of the Christ, Resurrection. Apparently, he's coming out in twenty twenty one. It's great. Sequelizing his Christ movie. That's the way to go, Mel. Um, Braveheart was what he won. You know, um, that's the one he won the Oscar for directing. Yeah. They followed up with Passion of the Christ in two thousand and four. Um, then he kind of then in, during Apocalypto. Here you go. Here's where it really happened. After Apocalypto, because that was 2006, he didn't direct a movie until 10 years later with Hacksaw Ridge. So it took him about 10 years before he could find financing to actually do some movies. Yeah. Uh, let's look at acting, okay? Because now I'm kind of curious. Apparently, he's in a movie called Boss Level, which is uh, in 2020. Uh, all right, whatever. Um, the Professor and the Madman, which is um, on... This I'm kind of interested in seeing. He plays James Murray, but it's, it's him and Sean Penn in a movie together. I, I'm sorry. That seems I'm kind of tempted. Two insane people. Put them in the same movie. Yeah. Uh, Daddy's Home Two. He was just out in 2017. Yeah. Uh, Blood. The Expendables Three was 2014, which Eddie kills 2013. Get the Gringo. So it wasn't until. Yeah. Okay. Paparazzi was in 2004. Uh, he was an anger management therapy patient. It was un- uncredited. Huh. I guess that's probably a walk on signs. He was in that. Uh, the Singing Detective in 2003, but uh, whatever. Um, Complete Savages, he was in, it was a TV show that he played a cop, Officer Cox, for three episodes. Whatever. Uh, he was in a good movie called Edge of Darkness, but that was 2010. Then he was in The Brainstorm, which was, was a short film. And then The Beaver, which was directed by Jodie Foster, who wow. they're good friends. And I think that, that her putting him into the film, I think kind of helped Hollywood heal I guess yeah. you kind of say because he was good in that uh, and then he was going to get the Gringo Machete Kills The Expendables 3 Bloodfather Daddy's Home 2 which at this point now he's almost back in the mainstream because there were you know with Mark Wahlberg Will Ferrell John Lithgow in a comedy yeah you know you're like alright um, he's apparently starring in a movie called Waldo coming out this year Force of Nature Boss Level War Pigs The Pasture Barnesby Coast Rothschilds Leo so he's got he's got some shit coming up too so why would they i mean i guess sure why not you know if it's a cash grab it is or maybe maybe at this point they should both be retired from the police force yeah you know why especially murtaugh because he was told for that shit in the first one <laughs> now he's like oh no i'm really told for this shit all right well i don't know i ed would you see the movie I gotta see trailer. <laughs> trailer no, actually, I'll probably wait until you buy it and then I'll watch it on Thursday night. Right. Uh, you wait till I get suckered into buying it because I, I would buy the whole box set. Lethal Weapons 1 through 5. Because <laughs> I missed out because there's supposed to be like a director's cut of all the four movies. Yeah. And I don't have that one. I just have the theatrical releases. And I'm kind of always bummed out. I'm like, motherfucker, you had the theatrical cuts and don't fucking do Whatever. I'll wait for you know five. <laughs> so, so wait for a future review from us. Yeah, <laughs> so five and five. Whatever it comes out after. And I have some casting news. All right. Okay. This is gonna make you go. Wow. 
Loki, the Disney Plus series, mm. cast Owen Wilson. Oh, wow. <laughs> Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Oh, that guy right there. That guy. That guy. Lightning McQueen himself. All right. He is joined. Right, Owen right. Wilson has joined the upcoming Loki series series on Disney Plus variety is confirmed with sources. The exact detail of Wilson's role are being kept under wraps. Tom Hiddleston will star in the series, reprising his role from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, Universe. Variety exclusively reported in November that Sofia Martino is also attached to star. Uh, though Wilson is no stranger to Disney, having voiced Lightning McQueen, the main character in Pixar's Cars film franchise, he's also known for his collaborations with filmmaker Wes Anderson, with Wilson starring in Anderson's films such as The Royal Tywin Bombs, The Dejuring Limited, and The Aquatic Life of Steve Zizou. He, is, uh, he and Anderson were also nominated for the Academy Award for Original Screenplay for World Titan Bombs. He's also done other roles in movies like Zoolander and Wedding Crashers and Midnight to Paris. Uh, there's no official log line for Loki at the time of publishing, but the show will reportedly feature the Master of Magic popping in, popping up at different times in human history and influing, <laughs> influencing major events. So it's, it's kind of like... Quantum Leap with Loki. Yeah. The <laughs> evil version. Just the, it just pops in, the, it pops in and out through time. It goes, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was last seen uh, we got with the Infinity Stone during Avengers Endgame. Uh, Michael Waldron serves as a writer, executive producer of the show with Kate Heron, attached to direct all the episodes. So, Ed, what do you think? How do you feel? Ah. <sighs> <laughs> oh, um, well, this, that's a tough one because that's like I need to know what his character is going to be. I mean, right. I imagine he's going to be the good guy in the show. Like he's going to be the the moral the moral center. Yeah, kind of in a way. Uh, and and, and I think it's going to be more of like a comedy now because especially with him because I don't think I don't think he's ever really done a drama per se. You know, or. or you know, I laugh every time I see him on screen. Let's put it that way. You laugh every time you see him? Every time I see him, I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. I'm trying to think. Let's see. It's not good. Like, oh, it's going to be enjoyable. Okay. Here you go. Here's. Hold on. Hold on. Add. 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 Here's every Olsen Wilson wow in chronological order. Ready? It will play in about four seconds, three seconds. It's chronological 96 to 2007. Selection. Every room's like four times as big as mine. Yeah, no kidding. Did you see what she had on yesterday? Wow. <laughs> wow. Hey, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, 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 is is, Lo- is like he gonna jump through time after Loki jumps through time? Like, he's gotta follow. I, him I don't know. Or fix, me, or... fix every time Loki does something to. Or maybe Loki drags him with him wherever he goes, and it's always up to like Owen's trying to be the the moral center to, lo, for Loki to help become. Like, okay, here here's here's the dilemma that you're in. Ready? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So in the first Thor movie, Loki is the bad guy. Mm-hmm. All right. Through the Avengers, he's the bad guy. Yeah. 
after Thor 2 and oh. Thor 3, he sort of becomes kind of a good guy. Yeah. Right? So maybe that there is a moment in time between Avengers and Thor whatever right. that he has to learn how to become more moral. Okay. Okay? It just doesn't happen. It, you know, it's just like, well, all of a sudden now they're trying to make him the antihero. When the fuck did that happen? Here's how it happened. Maybe because he had the Tesseract and he was jumping through time for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't think that Tesseract controlled time because it's not the time fucking stone. But whatever. I'm sure we'll figure that. I'm sure it'll write itself right. Um, so maybe that there is some sort of tie-in or maybe Owen Wilson's character is uh, a, a reincarnated character over a century of time and time and time. And that Loki finds this focal point on this guy and tries to find out why this guy's so good. I don't know. I don't know. And I'm making it up as I go along. I'm thinking it'd be <laughs> some a, wacky it, time buddy co- body that's buddy what I'm like, like time sounds, travel. It sounds like it's going to be a comedy like now with, with this. <laughs> it's, it's Marvel's version of the Rick and Morty show. <laughs> <laughs> you got the amoral Loki who just is fuck everybody and then you got you got wow. we got wow. <laughs> oh wow Loki. Huh. <laughs> uh, Owen <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Pickle Loki. Ah! <laughs> Just, oh wow! Uh, I'm gonna turn you into a car. <laughs> okay. Oh wow! Oh wow! Oh wow! All right, I got a couple more. I got a couple more. Ed, ready? All right. I'm ready. This one kind of hurts me a little bit. Oh, she's a great big fat person. Oh. Um, the Crow reboot. Is reportedly back on the back in development at Sony <laughs> again, <laughs> again. <laughs> hey, hey, Sony, why don't you pull a movie out of my hat again? Uh, why don't you pull Sony out of my hat? Okay, so Sony Pictures has been trying to reboot the film franchise for years, but has yet to make anything happen. Things got closed back in 2018. When Jason Momoa's starring Crow film was being it was entering pre-production, only to be mysteriously axed when Momoa and the director Corey Hardy walked away. Excuse me. Just when it seemed like this reboot will never fly, Sony is making yet another plans to push for production. On Wednesday, um, I guess late in July, because this was published on January 29th. Bloody Disgusting reported that Sony Pictures was once again putting its effort into the crow. The studio is now retooling the idea for a franchise reboot, placing the project back into active development. There are now there are now writers, directors, and or actors currently attached. There are no writers, directors, or actors currently attached to this version of the project at this time. So it's like, yeah, yeah, you remember that Crow movie? We're making it again. Who do we got? Nobody. Shh, don't tell them. <laughs> yeah, 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 we're making it. Yeah, that's the ticket. We're gonna make that movie. Yeah, of course we're making hey, a crow. Hey, if if Disney can film She-Hulk in July, it doesn't have a She-Hulk yet. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> so he's can... so like, "Fuck you, hold my beer." <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna reboot a franchise. We got nobody. <laughs> you guys maybe start filming. We got nothing. <laughs> Top that Disney <laughs> Oscar winner animated film right here. What? They're flexing now, going, yeah, fuck you. We beat all your movies for the Oscars with that little Spider-Man movie. What? Come at me, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you make your, you make your little TV show with no She-Hulk. You know what we're going to do? Make a movie with nobody. That's right. <laughs> Step off. No story. <laughs> no story, no actor, no director, no release date, nothing. That's what we're doing here in Sony. 
edgy. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. The rights to produce and distribute The Crow were previously acquired by Davies Films, Highland uh, Highland Film Group, and Electric Shadow. According to the report, report, all three are apparently still active in giving The Crow another shot at life on the big screen. Uh, if you those who don't know, it was originally a uh, character created by James O'Barr, but it found, it popu- um, found its popularity in 1994 with the release of the first live-action feature film adaptation. Brandon Lee started as Eric Draven in the film, but was tragically killed in the final days of production in 1993. Uh, director Alex Porras and his team were eventually able to complete the film after re- receiving the blessing from Lee's family. The Crow has received cult following fans. It's a movie I watch every Halloween Eve. It's like clockwork. Okay. That's my that's my go-to movie. Yeah. Uh, so, here we go again, Ed. Bringing the crow to life. Just stop. Just, <laughs> sorry, stop. Just, just. The Momoa version was originally supposed to hit theaters in October last year. Yeah. But Sony pulled the film the year before. Oh. 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 I don't know. I just, I just. You, 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 I've got morbid curiosity because I'm, I'm kind of curious. Like, well, what can they do? Like, like, how, how are they going to do it differently? Or like, like, what kind of special effects have uh, gone in uh, you know the twenty, uh, you yeah. know, twenty seven years? Uh, well, they've made other movies since the other crow movies since then. Um, yeah, but I mean, like, like all the other crow movies have been sequels, not a reboot, right? And 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 really. Like uh, to me, it was like they really never they never gave him enough money to go. Yeah, make it fatter. Like yeah, yeah. It never. In fact, they went. How much did that last movie make? Yeah, let's trim that budget by like about ten grand. Yeah, about ten million. But but we need it. No, you don't. You no, guys yeah. can come on. It's really it's fine. Really, go ahead. We marketing? No, we're not going to do that. With word of mouth, the crow's a cult classic. Just mentioning the name, people will show up. Right. Uh, we're going to do a third one. Well, yeah, well, the second one didn't do so. You sure we're going to do a third one? Yeah, we're, pr- we're pretty positive. We got some good ideas. Um, okay, well, now you're going to do it with even less money. What? <laughs> well, clearly the sequel didn't make money, so why would you think the third one's going to make Why should we put money into a movie that we're not 100% sure? Who are you going to get for The Crow? Well, we don't know yet. Oh, sure you get somebody that we don't know. You know, <laughs> in fact, Ed, uh, my IMDB page is fucking lit today. <laughs> Because now I want to see how many... There was four Crow movies, I think. Yes, there is. Uh-huh. I have all four of them. <laughs> and there was also a TV series, too. Yes, there was, which was the guy who was the Iron Chef was the Crow. <laughs> you, do you remember that, Ed? I No, I did not know. I didn't. I never saw the show. I knew, oh, okay. I was aware of it. I wanted to find it. It was called Stairway with Heaven with Mark the Kakakos, or whatever his name is. So now, now I gotta find it now. Now that's another one. Now I gotta find on my list. <laughs> you probably could find it on crap. YouTube. Um, all right, so here you go. Ed. Ready? It was 1994. Was the crow with Brandon Lee? Uh, it's now going back to. His... All right. So then in uh, 2000, uh, 2000, 1996 was Crow City of Angels with Vincent Perez and Mia Kirshner. Um, then in 1998 to 1999 was Crow Stairway to Heaven. That was the name of the TV yes. show, by the way. Yes. All right. Then in 2000 was The Crow Salvation with Kristen Dunst and William Atherton. All right. Ready? And then the last one was called The Crow Wicked Prayer in 2005. Yeah. Right. That's, a- that's, that's, yeah. Okay. You're looking. That is, we call it, that's the one with, um, I, I gotta be honest, I kind of like this one. 
Because they had um, David Boreanaz was the bad guy. Yes. And they had, what do you call it? Um, Edward Furlong. Edward Furlong as, as, as J- Jimmy Cuervo, who turned into the crow. Yes. I, I gotta be honest, I didn't hate it. Did not hate it. Tara Reid was in it too. Yes. Tito Ortiz. Um, yeah, like I said, I didn't, I didn't hate, I didn't hate any, I didn't hate, Danny Trejo was in it. Big surprise. He's in everything. Um, yeah, I mean, I wasn't, <laughs> what are you looking at, Ed? I'm, it's it's hard to see over here. <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, you shouldn't be looking at TV anyway. We're doing a we're doing a show, Ed. Ed, I can't find it anyway. I have to. All right. Uh, oh. Anyway, so, so yeah, there's. I'm looking at Ed. Apparently, is there a trailer for Loki? I don't think so. The TV show. I don't think so. Anyway, so. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, I'm intrigued. I am definitely intrigued. I I don't think that, I don't. I'm just I'm worried and intrigued at the same time. I'm I'm intrigued because I'm like, well, what are they? What are they like? Are they going to throw money at this? Is this is this a project that we're going to see? Because they they better they better put a lot of money behind this because of how many times that this has been in and out of of production. You go now you now you got to come out with a showstopper. You gotta you gotta right. you gotta go. All right, let's take this movie you know with Brandon Lee and make it better. You know, it's like I don't know how you're going to do that. Good luck, especially the because I mean I think the like I'll be honest and I know you're gonna <laughs> think I don't think Crow is that great of a movie. Look, I'm not saying it is not for everybody. I but but the but the thing is is like I love the story because I love the story behind it, and that's I think yeah. that's what makes me drawn to it. Every once in a while, it's my way. I'm, I was a big Bruce Lee fan. Yeah. So and then having him die tragically at a young age, and then his son getting into movies, and I like some of the movies. I like almost all the movies Brandon was in. Yeah, you know there was a movie with him and Dolph Lundgren, uh, Showdown Little Tokyo, Rapid Fire, like all the movies. I think I have every almost every single one of his movies in either DVD format or Blu-ray format. And I'm like, so then he tragically dies at the exact same age Bruce, his father dies. Right. Like, there is such um, there is such this like weird vibe going on. It just kind of makes you sad and nostalgic and seeing that you know when you see the movie Rapid Fire. He, there's so many mannerisms that he has of his father. And mm-hmm. it was just, you look at that one, you go, fuck, man. It, God damn it. Why the fuck did that shit have to happen? Right. You just get angry at the universe. But you go, and then you're like, why did you steal that kid from us? Right. Him and his father, for whatever reason. Like, really? Come on. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love fucking um, Jackie Chan. Love the guy. She should be immortalized in bronze, and knowing he should stay alive forever, you know. But I, he, Bruce, paved the way for everybody else. Yeah, you know. Like I kind of feel like. So I, I said. So I mean, I, I will honestly admit that the Crow isn't the greatest movie of all time. It's just it's the story behind the story, right? And the the gothic feel of it that because because I, be I, I, I the comic books also the the graphic novels very very disturbing because it is about. Uh, Obar basically wrote the plot because his girlfriend got murdered. And it was like, it was almost like a suicide note. And, and what would you do if you could come back and avenge the one you loved? And that's how it started. Yeah. So it's got this beautiful, like, I know, I mean, it's tragic it, story. Don't, don't get me wrong, because I know I don't get a lot of hate for it. But it's just like, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's an interesting story. But I think if Brandon Lee lived, if he didn't tragically die... 
making that movie. Right. That would have been just a, a another movie of Brandon Lee because he would have done like seven to eight or a dozen more. Well he did and say it, he did say that this was a character that he was gonna he definitely wanted to get behind and sequelize and stuff like this. This was gonna be his Batman kind of right. thing. Right. But I don't think it would have made as much money in the box office. Well, I don't if know. He, See, he I'm going to say, I, Ed, I agree to disagree. Only because... Sean, you ignorant slut. Only because the movie had to get piecemealed after he died. So you don't know how full the story was would have been. Like, you kind of sort of see, like, there was a... Because, yeah, I mean, it does. It's an unfinished movie. There, there, really is, was. there is a scene where... They had crows from the past. Like, there's a cowboy guy standing in front of the church that he's supposed to talk to. But that got cut out of the film because it was part of a, like a subplot about what the crow is mm-hmm. that had to get pulled. So there was more meat to that story. You kind of got to see what they could piecemeal together. Because even there's moments in the screen where he that movie goes down to I think is the first movie to digitally manipulate an actor's face. Yeah, you know. So, like, the first time you see him as the crow, it's not even him standing in that window. It's it's the stand-in, and they digitalized his face on top of that guy. Mm. So there's moments in the movie you just go, yeah, that ain't him, because, like, there's a scene where he's playing guitar on the rooftop, you never see his face, blah, blah, blah. There's, there's moments where you just go, yeah, that ain't him. That's just not him. And you're like, <sighs> you go, no, that's him. Oh, that's him. Right. That's him. Oh, yeah, you know. It's just like, all right. So I think that... Maybe under different circumstances, maybe the movie that we would have gotten might have been a little different. Right. Maybe that might have changed. Who knows? You're but, probably right, though. But I'm saying, like, 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 if, if you, if he you, wasn't a big box office draw at the time, anyway. Right. And, I, and it, 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 I'm, I'm not saying that, like, because he's a talent. I think, he sure. I think he would have been a very successful actor. And I think we would have been a lot of great movies, and I think he would have done a lot of things. I think you would have saw him in the Matrix. Okay. <laughs> You're like, I, okay. I, 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 I think yeah. that you would have seen that his career probably would have taken off. And I think some of the movies that uh, have been famously portrayed by other people, I think he would have taken. Like, what's that guy Townsend? Uh, Pete Townsend? Not Pete Townsend. Uh, something Townsend. He's an actor. He's in Queen of the Damned. And uh, uh, oh, he's an oh, ultraviolet. Okay. Right, right, you know, right. Um, uh, Scott Townsend, Steve Townsend. Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. God damn it, Ed. Making me look up shit. <laughs> I think that Brandon Stewart, Lee, Stewart Townsend, Stewart, Stewart Townsend. I think he would. I think Brandon Lee would have taken his career for some oh. of his movies and made him better. Oh snap! Whatever happened to Stewart Townsend? I'm gonna have to exactly. Call. Damn, Queen of the Damned. Let's find out now. now God damn these stupid rabbit holes. Because that's that's the thing. Like I think that Brandon Lee, like I think that he Stuart Townsend was lucky because Brandon Lee's no longer alive. Like I really do. Like I think there was a lot. I know there's an age difference or whatever, but uh, yeah, Stuart Townsend. Props for me to remember his name. Yes, um, I do. I did kind of like that movie. He was Dorian Gray in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Uh-huh. Um, but that's like what he's known for. Um, let's see. He's also in Chaos Theory, which is a movie that's kind of interesting. All right, so let's see. Uh, 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 actor. Um, okay. All right, so let's go. He was recently on um, Elementary back in 2012. He was in the TV show Salem uh, in 2014. Let's see. Um, I'm looking. I'm looking. <laughs> he was in Law & Order Special Victim Unit um, as Declan Trask. 
Um, 2020, Ed, he is still working today. Yeah. Because in 2020, he's got a movie coming out called Two Minutes to Midnight. Uh, he's also in a movie called The Martini Shot. Okay. And also in a movie called Grace and Grit. I don't know when that release date, though, is coming because it just has a name. Um, oh, so there's he's in a bunch of videos. Uh, Queen of the Dam, Creating the Vampires, all the bonus stuff. If you have to list your bonus stuff on IMDb <laughs> for, the, for the DVD stuff, oh, that's sad. <laughs> so exactly. So he, he was in 13, the series. Um, he was in 26 episodes. That ran until 2012. Okay. He was in a bunch of robot chicken episodes. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, okay. I think he, I think he did. A... He he revived a Night Stalker. He was uh, Carl uh, Carl Kolchak. He I know he did the pilot for there was a uh, um... was it Eon Flux uncredited. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. He wasn't that. Um, the transporter. There's a transporter series. Oh, uh, really? He's, he was in. No, he was good in that. I actually saw the pilot. He was pretty good in that. They didn't, they didn't use him. They didn't use him. They used somebody else after that. And I'm like, and it was like, oh, okay. And, oh. You know, that's why the show died. Oh, boy. But, okay. But, I, you know, I'm not saying he's a terrible actor. Just that, you know, I think that a lot of his role, I'm like, I could see Brandon. Brandon Lee? Brandon Lee doing those. Okay. You know, that's just my opinion. Okay. Well, Ed, I have Which is the truth. One, sure. <laughs> Your version of it. In my mind. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Let's see. Ed, I got one last story. Okay. Ready? Hit it me. <laughs> um, I'm trying to figure out the best way to segue into this. Um, Ed, yeah. this article is more than meets the eye. Oh, it's about Transformers? Two new Transformer movies are on the way. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> really? Yep, two more, Ed. Live action? Um, well, let's find out, okay? <laughs> I just grab headlines and I go, let's find out where we're going to go with this. All right? Let's take this journey together. Yep, come on, kids. Hold on. Let's take the leap. Let's hold hands. If 2018's Bumblebee felt like a tasty little appetizer that still left Transformers fans longing for a bigger main course... Then there'll be no point in disgusting, disguising your glee at the news that Paramount and Hasbro reportedly have not one, but two new Transformer movies in the works. <laughs> Is Michael Bay a part of them? <laughs> Hold on, let's find out. Um, THR reports that the new Transformer movie tandem is already, a tra- new Transformer movie is already in active development with script writing for one film coming from the Army of the Dead co-writer Joby Harold. And writing for the other, coming from Jess Vanderbilt, who collaborated with the act director David Fincher on Zodiac. Okay. At its early stage, there's little information of what the stories each movie will pursue, though THR notes that Paramount and Hasbro are looking to build out the Transformer universe by serving up, quote-unquote, multiple storylines as part of a multi-movie strategy that keeps the Autobots one step ahead of the Decepticons. <laughs> Let's make a bunch of these. One of these will stick, and we'll stick with that plot and line. We're it... gonna we're gonna throw a shit ton of movie because this is a franchise. We know we can figure it out. We gotta do something before Disney buys us, right? <laughs> Quick, <laughs> get another movie out. In a separate report, though, Variety cites sources with tape quotes suggesting that one film could return to a smaller, more personally delivered story world of Bumblebee, while the other quote. Would re- would likely revamp the original franchise with a bigger ensemble and larger production feel. 
How can you get a larger production field than the original fucking Terminator, than those original Transformer movies? They got bigger and more ridiculous every every <laughs> fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. It, we were making this movie with a, for a billion dollars. Why? Fuck who cares? <laughs> Explosions, cars, hot chicks. <laughs> no <loud> music. No <laughs> plot. <laughs> no plot. At one point, eventually, something's going to fall, and they're going to slide down a floor. <laughs> <laughs> a building's going to tilt, and, and they're going to slide down that floor. Something's going to tilt, and they're going to have to slide down something and grab hold onto something else. And then someone's going to fall out a window or something off a cliff of some sort. And hang on for and, dear and life. hang on for dear life hand-to-hand. They're going to reach out that last moment. You're going to hear this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, arms wrapped around them. Hold on, just hold on. You're like, I can't hold on. Hold on, and the next thing you know, somebody comes by and saves them both. <laughs> every every Michael Bay movie has that moment of a slide down something that's fallen over. I, you watch. <laughs> What's funny is I, I watched because I watch a lot of YouTube videos, and one of them was talking about Michael Bay, and there's like a lot of similarities in all his movies. Like like there's a, there's a Michael Bay checklist that you can make. That has every. It's like the Michael Bay drinking drink game. <laughs> like, like the 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 camera angle, the the weird camera angle. Uh-huh. Zoom in. He has to have one of those in there. Right. While something's exploding around it. Exploding around it. The 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 person, the the hero of the story, stepping up into the screen, uh-huh. like in at a, a slow mo like rise with, with the head, like you. Right. You like, know, with the like, pose, doing the super pose, uh, and the chin. Yeah, like I would say that is, I would say, very prevalent in the bad boy movies. Yeah, you know where the first one they get up and they're you know as like the camera kind of pans around like oh they're looking up like because they just fell out of like a moving vehicle or something yeah and they slowly walk into some yeah whew, there's a checklist it's almost as bad as we call it doves in any um we call it um what's the Asian guy director's name John Woo John Woo in a John Woo film there's always some doves flying out yeah. white doves flying out in a slow mo scene for whatever reason um uh, let's see. So sources add um, okay well and deadline similarly citing unnamed inside sources add that the same project is the one that's being written by Vanderbilt the big one and that it may be based on Beast Wars Transformers Ooh. which originally launched in 1996 as an animated spinoff series featuring robots that transforms into animals. Um, Bumblebee's intimate 1980s nostalgic underdog story which pitted its uh, title character an abandoned VW Beetle Autobot against a Decepticon-led ploy to tank over the world, pulled in a modestly respectable $468 million at the global box office and was generally well-received by critics. I actually liked that movie. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. You know, I wasn't hating on it. Um, I guess because it was not Michael Bay. There was no explosions. It was pretty nice. Uh, there is no word on at the stage on who might end up directing or starring in either film. There is also no news on the potential role of longtime Transformer film director and producer Michael Bay, who stepped away from the director's chair for Bumblebee, but still took the producer's credit. Bay isn't mentioned in, in early reports on the two newly announced movies, so we'll have to wait and see if any involvement he could have. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> well, now the rumor was it, because John Cena's in that movie too, remember? <laughs> uh, he has kind of... he's That's right. And apparently his character was supposed to be a... Um, it was supposed to lead into a G.I. Joe Transformer crossover movie. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You think? 
That was terrible. That'd be a terrible. I mean, that, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, might as well get old muscle in my hair. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, see the, the see the thing is, it's like I did like Bumblebee, but I liked it because it was the best. Like, it was the best piece of shit out of all the pieces of shit that we've gotten of like, this transfer. Like the first one was good. I have to say that. Like, like. I did like because it was like seeing the seeing robots in live action for the first time. You're like, wow, like like this is something I've I've thought would never happen in my lifetime, right. you know, kind of thing. And then you know, of course more movies were doing it. And you're going, you know, eventually Transformers was going to happen, and and then you go, and then they made the Psycho one. You go, wow, like, what are they doing? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The third one, you're like, ooh. <laughs> Oh, okay. Finally, there was some. I I saw um, a, a, an ad for the Loki, WandaVision, and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Apparently, it added it aired during the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. So I'm sure you probably can look at it. <laughs> anyway, um, so God, I mean, I just I don't know. I mean, I have to see a trailer. First. Yeah, I have to see Let's a trailer first. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, am I going to see it? Yeah. Am I going to see it in the theater? I don't know. Like, like, right, because we didn't, we didn't see. I didn't see Bumblebee at the theater, you? Huh? I didn't. See no, Bumblebee. I know. I, first time I saw Bumblebee was you on the sofa. Yeah, you know, I was like, I, I had no. Dis- we were making out. Uh, <laughs> I got, you got hey. popcorn. <laughs> hey, I got this movie. She watched like Spanish Fly. Yeah. Boy, everyone's making a big deal about this J Lo uh, halftime show. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. Good thing I recorded it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see it 50 million times it's going to be on the NFL network because I have the NFL network on my on Sling and it's they always air it like oh. in its entirety I know who won the Super Bowl who I'm not going to tell you it's over 12 minutes ago or maybe it's 12, I don't know Ed's going to look now it doesn't matter it does <laughs> not matter we don't do sports we don't do sports here. Don't you know do- what I don't even know who's playing so I don't even care oh, what do you call it it's uh, we're di- it's here on Ner- Nerdsters, we'll tell you who. <laughs> 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 All right, so uh, there you have this it. This is like the first Super Bowl I have not watched any of it at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm like proud of myself because I haven't. I, I recorded it just because I want to see the commercials. You know, so I'll fast forward through the game. And now I know who won. Uh, Chiefs. <laughs> Thanks for spoiling it. Uh, there you go. It's going to be three days away. Right. right? Yeah, the Chiefs won, apparently, because I saw someone say, congratulations to Andy Reid, finally winning a fucking... <laughs> Here you go, folks. We're from Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, specifically. So we have the home of the Eagles, yeah. who has won one Super Bowl. Yes. Okay? Um, but for a long time, we had a coach, Andy Reid, who got us very close every year for most of the time he was coaching. And we could never make it to the big game. I think we made it once. We made it once. With and him. we choked. No, we didn't choke. We got we got cheated. We got cheated. The Patriots cheated. Okay, and we won. That they was won. I think that was the year I said there was. Um, was it the year? Uh, was it two thousand eleven? Two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Okay, I think so. All right, I think I don't know. It doesn't matter. Does not matter. I'm going to look it up though. But the problem is, is that <laughs> he then left not too long. Well, not long after that, and became the coach of the Kansas City Chiefs for a long, very long time. So congratulations, Andy Reid, for winning as your your Super Bowl. It wasn't with us, but you know what? Good for you. I'm glad to see you won. I didn't care if uh, you know. I, I I had no horse in this race, so I feel like 
Uh, there you go. Anyway. All right. Edge, what are you looking at? I'm just... Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's getting too old. This is this sucks. Oh, Edge's got to put on... Ed's got to put on his uh, glasses. He's got to put my reading sticks he's on. He's got to look through his looking glasses. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's not giving me anything here. Blah, 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 blah. All right, never mind. All right. I think it was 08. I think it was... I'm pretty sure it was 08. I think. I don't know. I don't like know. <laughs> like, I right, follow sports. Right, right now, a bunch of nerds are going, who watch football? Are we talking soccer? <laughs> I like the clicks. Here's the thing is... What's nice about the Super Bowl is that there's really, usually really, really good commercials and movie trailers. Yeah. There's always like, there's like a new movie, there's a new Mulan trailer. There's. Yeah, the- I remember one year just watching because I wanted to see the first Captain America, Captain America, right. first Avenger trailer because I knew it was exactly. happening now. Exactly. So I was like, you know, I'm like, who cares about this football stuff? I want to get these commercials. Yeah. You just fast forward, zip, 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 zip. But that's, right. that's what I like about YouTube. Usually the next day they'll have. Like the very beginning front page, yeah. have all the commercials, you know, all the all the big uh, the Super Bowl ads, you know, section or whatever they'll do, like for the, you know, for the Super Bowl. Mm, all right, might drop now. All right, so Super Bowl twenty twenty one division first look reveals major spoilers. Oh boy, major spoilers. Yeah, I was like oh. Anyway, so there uh, you have it, folks. That is our show tonight. All right. Thanks for listening. If you haven't done so by now, why haven't you gone to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like? Or follow us on Twitter, at Geeksters. Um, of course, as always, if there's something you want us to talk about, or you think we may want to hear our particular weird take on it, or maybe Nerdster's take, that's what I'm, I'm going to start. We're, t- we're, we're, gonna, we're, we're buying the Nerdster's fucking website. I got an idea for that. We're going to have every other show is going to be like the polite, politically, politically correct Social justice stance on no, I think everything's all right. It's gonna be the I'm gonna I'm gonna work for a boring show. <laughs> It'd be like an hour long. Edge, how was your week? Oh, it was very nice. I did this, this. Mm, interesting, interesting. Ed, what are you doing? It's available. It's available. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. Uh, thanks for listening. But if, again, if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show. Contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. Excelsior! That was wonderful. Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! Boo! I still wish I came up with Illuminati. <laughs>